Good afternoon and welcome to the AIS Arena. It's the Palace here in the National Capital for the first home game for the Canberra Capitals to start this season as the 2009-2010 WNBL gets underway with the grand final rematch from last year. Michelle Hocking joining me here. And Michelle, this is uh, we had a great time at the grand final a few months back. This one should be just as good. I think it'll be a cracker of a game tonight, uh, this afternoon, Mark. It's... Um Pauline have recruited really well in the off-season. Not only have they a new coach in Tom Ma, um, but they've also picked up some pretty good signings out of the AIS last season and um, the return of Jenna O'Hay from France um, to the league and, of course, um, Hannah Zavex, who's come across from Adelaide last season. So, you know, Pauline have built on what was a fantastic group last season, good enough to go to the grand final. You know, Milner... Uh, Glorbets, um, Penaluma so you know they the experience of someone like Kylie Reid as well in that group so they have got I think a really terrific group that I have no doubt will be there again come finals time. Indeed I mean they got very close last year the grand final was an exciting affair and they were they were close they had their opportunities so uh, they have improved and as you said they picked up some big signings Elizabeth Cambridge, the biggest of the lot. Well, not only the biggest in terms of stature. I mean, she's a great size, great body for um, women's basketball, but just an incredible talent as well. You know, I think that kid, I mean, we saw her in the um, New Zealand-Australia series for the um, World Championships qualifiers, and she was just dominant. And uh, I think that, you know, if she can stay fit, I think one of the things that she struggled with while she had her tenure at the AIS was to be able to stay fit and stay on the floor. But if she can stay fit, look after her body and, you know, work with someone like a Tom Ma, um, I think that that kid's got a fantastic future in, in this game. And she's just, I mean, she just adds something to bullying that they really didn't have last season. They had Penaluma who battled hard for them, but is really not that sort of body that can bang it against a bishop. And, uh, um, well, Beatty's not a huge body, but when you're going up against a team like a Canberra who had a, a bishop, a Tolo and a Beatty, it becomes a real task to try and battle for 40 minutes against a big lineup like that. And it's going to be interesting to watch the development of Penaluna. As we said last season, she really came on and in that grand final was superb. Uh, probably one of the best players out there. And uh, yeah, and her alongside Cambridge is going to give uh, Bulleen a huge presence. So well, that's right. And I guess Bulleen, and they need Cambridge because um, they don't have um, Carr. I'm not sure what's happened to Zoe Carr. She's not here today. Haven't seen anything in the press about what she's up to, but... Um, you know, so she was, while she's an undersized big, she certainly was a, a battler in there for Bulleen. So, um, yeah, no, huge, huge, huge signings for Bulleen. Um, so look at the coaching staff for Bulleen. You know, Cheryl Chambers, absolutely fantastic job last season. Um, well, last couple of seasons, for, for that lot, matter. She's been there for a long time. She's been there for a long time. Stalwart of women's basketball, stalwart at um, Bulleen. But, you know, this season we have Tom Ma legendary coach in Australia and ably assisted by Mr Gary Fox So, and Michelle Timms who wasn't able to travel to this game today because she's got a sick kid so you know there's some, some great basketball minds hanging around that group of fantastic players it is. Their, their operations manager is somebody named Robin Marr. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> Physio Gaylene Mackay. <laughs> We've heard these names for years and years and years in this league. And, of course, this is the 30th season of the WNBL as well. So, uh, 
they've certainly um, accumulated uh, some of the great names from the last 30 years in the WBL. That's right, exactly. So, you know, some great basketball minds, um, some really good, I guess, what you'd call management happening around the club, a great feel to the club at Bulleen, um, building on last year's, you know, so near but yet so far result. Um, so I think that they're going to be a force to be reckoned with this season. Well, everyone are picking them along with uh, Sydney and, of course, the Canberra Capitals to be probably the big three, um, although another, another, a few other teams have certainly recruited and uh, look like they could be very interesting uh, and we'll certainly get to see them through the year. So it should be an interesting year right through the whole league, um, especially if we're looking to see uh, Logan when they come down. If uh, they happen to have a 7-foot-2-inch Polish girl uh, if she uh, happens to be playing, although her sister at 6.5 adds another dimension as well up there uh, to that side, because they were exciting side last year, Logan. They but were, yeah. You know, I mean, you put in, put in the Didec, Didec sisters, Margot and uh, uh, Marta. Marta. Yeah, that's right. Um, you know, that's some serious size inside for him, which is something that Logan didn't really have last year. And they did, I thought they did very well last season, first year in the, in the league, um, you know, a lot of unknown players, non-name players, if you like, um, well led by Kristen Veal. Um, they've also picked up Natalie Purcell this season, so that's a bit of a bonus for them as well. So I think Logan will be um, very, very strong performers this year. Yeah, they were impressed with the way they played. Um, so uh, yeah, they'll certainly we'll be looking forward to seeing what, how that team uh, shapes up as the season goes on. Yeah, Margot Dyde. Uh, well, is, we're going to have to call her this season Margot Twig because she right. has got married now. Uh, but seven foot two, something we've never seen anything. And I mean, we're talking about Cambridge at six eight, who's uh, certainly yeah. the tallest um, Australian player that's, that's ever right. been. That's right. Well, Susie Gay. Oh, six she nine, played 6'9", um, different body shape though to uh, to your Lizzie Kane bitch. But yeah, so you know, certainly we have not seen anything of the likes. And, and you look at uh, Margot Didek, or Twig as she is now, and such an experienced player in terms of international basketball, WNBL, uh, WNBA, my apologies, and um, of course playing in the European leagues as well. So um, be great to see her in our league. Yeah, and it's not just a big body. She can actually play. Oh, uh, terrific skills. WNBA leading uh, block shotter, holds all the records in, in that uh, category and uh, was an all-star over there. Great player. So we'll look and be exciting to see her. Of course, the other team we're playing this afternoon here is the Capitals. And, well, champions last year. It's easy to sit back on your laurels, but um, they've had some problems with injuries during the off-season, which has uh, seen some players that were missing for a while. And also, uh, well, of course, Beatty's on limited time, um, playing time, that is. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, just clarify so that. <laughs> she won't be playing as uh, many minutes, uh, and she'll obviously play more as the season goes on. Bishop uh, will be uh, back at Christmas. They'll miss right. her until then. Oh. Uh, but the one big signing that they have picked up is Carly Wilson. That's right, Carly Wilson coming back from um, a season, one season in Europe I think it is. Prior to that she was with Dandenong um, in the Australian Opal squad, um, prolific scorer in this league um, and I think she will really add a new sort of, she can play 
excuse me, she can play in the guard spot, which is where she's most comfortable, but she's one of those players who can also look, take the ball inside a little bit if she needs to. So she gives adds a nice dimension to the Capitals lineup because of course the other person who's missing out of the Capitals lineup this season is Michelle Cozier or Michelle Musselwhite as she was, who's um, taking a season off. She's um, Entering into the realms of motherhood, a well, new challenge yeah, for her. Busy with a whole new thing there. Yeah. That's right. So, um, you know, so Carly Wilson is a huge signing for the Capitals, and I think she'll be a really valuable um, addition to the Capitals lineup. Yeah, good shooter, and uh, the Capitals got some good shooters, and uh, we certainly look forward to seeing uh, how they play it. They've still got a couple of bigs. Tolo's going to have to play the real big role for a while until uh, Beatty's back to full strength and then Bishop comes back but uh, it's going to I guess concentrate them perhaps more on their outside game for a while yeah, look, I think that, that certainly if you look at the Capitals lineup, you've got um, a group of, of smaller players in your guards, in your Hurst, your Bibbies, your Wilson, um, your Abrams, who can and really just you know knock it down consistently from the perimeter. So if they get on any kind of hot streak, it's going to create some real problems for um, opposition teams. But you know you have to have. The, the difficulty with having only a group that can score from the perimeter or only a group that can score from the inside is that it allows the defence to adjust and, and take out those um, opportunities for teams. So it's really imperative that for, to enable the guards in the Capitals lineup to get the scoring opportunities that they need is that the bigs make a big presence inside and actually uh, you know, draw some of that defensive in pressure to enable them to get their opportunities on the perimeter. The other thing I think the Canberra will do extremely well this season if they can get on the boards is to actually run the transition game. You know, there's Graffy's got some opportunities here to put some small lineups on there and really just get out and run the floor and I think that would be extremely dangerous for groups because you get that kind of momentum game and you can break wide open a game. Yeah, there's some great athletes and of course there's some young locals, uh, Katie Rose who's been around the team for a number of years, Lauren Jansen uh, who will be playing this afternoon as well. So yeah, it's some young local girls that uh, will be looking to step up and follow in the footsteps of uh, Natalie Hurst. That's right. local favourite. Yeah, Natalie Hurst who's a local Canberra girl and uh, you know had a fantastic season last season and you know rewarded with her selection in the Australian Opals team. Um, expect to see big things out of her again but it's you're right it's great to see someone like <coughs> me, Katie Rose Katie Rose returned to Canberra she's um she was a, a good junior in Canberra and took some time out from the game then last season actually played with um Natalie Hurst and Jess Bibby in Queensland in the ABA competition and had a fantastic season up there and has decided to come back to Canberra and give it a shot in the Women's National Basketball League so I'm really looking forward to seeing if she can get some court time and uh, really progress from where she was as a junior into the senior ranks Yeah and indeed we're going to uh, look forward to seeing exactly how uh, this pans out, the teams are out of centre court they've been introduced to the crowd and we're about to be upstanding for the National Anthem
So the teams meet at uh, Centre Court, shake hands, and we'll go back to uh, warming up and preparation for this game. The coaches meeting there, of course. So the Capitals, well, they've been warming up at one end of the court. Now that the National Anthem's over, they've gone <laughs> to the other end. And, uh, That's right, familiarise themselves like, um, with both rings. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, or are they going to start playing that way? <laughs> To get a little bit thrown out with uh, that last season at one stage, but well, we'll wait and see. Should be a good game as we we're talking about the Capitals, their side, uh, the team that they will uh, lining up out there today with. Mm, and the Lauren, Lauren Jansen, Chantella Pereira, Natalie Hurst, Carly Wilson, Nicole Romeo, Jessica Bibby, Marion Natolo, Kelly Abrams, Katie Rose, Hannah Bowley, Tracy Beatty, and Nikki Graham will be the lineup for the Capitals this afternoon. While for Bulleen, they'll be going with Sharon Milner, Desiree Glorbitz, Elizabeth Cambridge, Kylie Reed, Jenner O'Hay, Rachel Jerry, Elise Penaluna, Lisa Pardon, Hannah Zavek, and Anna Crosswhite. And uh, I think off the court, this is just about an interesting a battle as you can get. Is what's going to happen out on the court, of course, with the, the two greatest coaches in WNBL history, Kerry Graff of the Capitals and an ex-Capitals coach and a great That's mentor, right. I think, to Kerry. Absolutely, Tom yes. Kerry, um, Tom Ma has been a great mentor coach to uh, Kerry Graff throughout her, um, I guess, career and development as a coach. So I'm sure that, um, you know, it'll be just, as you say, just as interesting to watch the tactical approach to the game as well as watching the spectacle on the floor and crowds rolling in. It's a bit of a slow afternoon in Canberra, a long weekend in the middle of the school holidays, one Never o'clock. Helps. Never, Never helps. helps. Floriard, uh, although I don't know if too many people will be down there today with this weather. No, <laughs> it's pretty cold and miserable outside, but interesting to see in the crowd, Lauren Jackson come to watch the Canberra Transact Capitals. I was um, say, just chuck her a suit and put her out there. Well, that's but, right. Um, I'm sure they could find a uniform for her. Yeah, well, we've probably got a few old ones sitting around. <laughs> yeah, of course, unfortunately, she wouldn't be able to play. She's uh, probably no, still sorry. recovering from the stress fractures, uh, problems that she's been having. So, uh, yep, but good to see she's back in town and uh, here to support her team. That's right. So, um, still a couple of minutes before, ten minutes, in fact, before we get underway. So... I think, you know, there'll be a little bit of nerves. I know I don't know what kind of pre-season preparation Bulleen have had, but I know that Canberra have had um, a little bit of preparation, some games against, um, obviously, the AIS, which is very easy for them to access, but also there was a pre-season tournament here three weeks ago where Sydney were here, the AIS was here, and there was one yes. more team. I cannot remember who it was. Well, Townsville. That's right. Were supposed to come? Did they come? No, actually they didn't. You're right. Yeah. Townsville were supposed to come, but didn't actually make it. So. Yeah, and uh, Sydney Sydney looked extremely uh, good in that tournament, um, of course, because they've certainly recruited very well, uh, picking up five uh, opals, some uh, real serious talent that they've picked up. Oh, Sydney! You look at them on paper, and you go, "Well, is there a group that's going to come near them?" You've got Porter returning. Um, Susie Bakovic coming back from um, the WNBA. Six, seven years out of the league, but uh, yeah, starting centre with the Opals. Uh, yeah, Re- exactly. Reasonable pick-up. That's right. <laughs> Deanna Smith, Perth's franchise player last season, um, yeah. in the Opals squad at the moment. 
uh, Ali Manu coming back from, I think she's been for a stint in um, the USA at college. Um, Dee Butler coming from Bendigo. So, you know, if you've got a group of players who like to get the balls in their hand, then you can't ask for anyone better than Dee Butler to make sure that that's happening. So she's going to be an important part of that, that group and that rotation. So you look at that group on, on paper and you think, wow, they're going to be very tough to beat. Indeed, and of course Zebo Piaki is uh, still there with him. Uh, Michaela Domkins comes in, um, and Deanna Smith and of course Deanne Butler were part of that AIS championship winning team. That's right. So they know each other's game, so fitting back in together there shouldn't be too hard for them, and uh, they'll provide a very good backcourt as, as well as the other players. And But really, I think Rachel Porter, uh, getting Natalie Porter and Susie Bakovic Brown back in the side is going to make it very tough inside for a lot of teams. Oh, absolutely, very difficult. And it, it'll be interesting to see some of the adjustments that I, I guess are starting to be made. But you look at a Sally Pataki who last season had a standout season, really was required to step up and uh, play a fairly um, you know, large minutes and dominant sort of role within the group. Now, she's going to have to make some adjustments to the role that she'll play this season. So I think there'll be you know, a little bit of a period of time where Sydney will need to make some adjustments and you know, adapt to new roles and understand how each other plays a little. But you know, that kind of talent on the floor, they're going to win some games and really uh, be very difficult to beat. Indeed they are. They played last night, in fact. The uh, Flames played Logan and uh, had, had a win uh, by 12 points, 73-61. But you might have thought they might have won by a bit more. Yeah, you would think that coming up against Perth, who were second last, I think, last season. Um, or, yes, they were. AIS came last. Coming up against Perth, you would think that they would probably beat them by a significant amount more than 12. But having said that, apparently, um, Susie Bakovic uh, didn't suit up on for that game and they will back up today against Adelaide um, or tomorrow against Adelaide so you know I think that 12 points and it'll be interesting to see Perth they've picked up a couple of um, imports a couple of Americans and I know that um, uh, there's one of those players Campbell I believe who's come out of the WNBA so she clearly can play the game Indeed so yeah, well, obviously it's going to take a few weeks for us to get to know what some of the teams are going to be like. But uh, just reading off last season, we probably and the recruiting, we would have thought that the Flames might have won by more. But like I said, Bakovic not playing. Um, but yeah, maybe Perth have got a lot better. That's right. And can actually uh, contend for a finals position. So it will be interesting. Well, the one advantage that Perth have over last season now is that they've got a group of because they've retained. You know, they've lost um, Smith, obviously, but they've retained the nucleus of the group that they had last season so they now have a group that at least have a year's experience of WNBL under their belt um, so you know that's going to put them in a better position to start with than they were last season add into the mix a couple of um, imports and additions and you know they're going to be a better team than they were last year. Yep so we'll wait and see. A couple of other results from last night Bendigo uh, defeated nice. Dandenong 70-55 to Christy Harrower 23 leading Bendigo over Dandenong in that one and uh, also Logan defeating the AIS 79 to 42. Uh, I think it may be a long season for the AIS. I think it will be. Um, you know, they certainly the return of Phil Brown. I think is a great thing to have happen for the AIS. If there's a coach in this league who knows how to 
get through those tough seasons of developing young kids into WNBL players and for that matter international and WNBA players then he's the man that can do the job he's returning from his stint in the States coaching college ball and um, whilst you know I think it will be a difficult season for the AIS I think that we will see a group that you know come will make some push some teams to their limits it's we say it every year about the AIS, don't we, Mark? There's incredible talent in the group. It's about whether they can bring that talent and, and apply some maturity to it and put it all together in one game. And if they can do that, then they will really push teams. Unfortunately, the inexperience in youth doesn't always allow that to happen. No, but it is a development team, and from that team become the Elizabeth Cambridges that we're going to see out here this afternoon that's Along right. with, uh, well, a few others, there's quite a few uh, with AIS experience behind them on uh, out here this afternoon. And uh, that development has been uh, compacted and brought together while they've been there. So, And now this afternoon we'll get to see uh, Cambridge in her first WML game outside the AIS. Um, see how she's developing, of course, with the experience that she's had with the Opals. So uh, it's going to be interesting. We're about three minutes away from tip-off. The uh, Capitals and Boomers, Pauline uh, Boomers, about to uh, go at it in the grand final replay, and you're listening to Sport Radio. I'm Mark Heston with Michelle Hocking, and uh, we were just waiting for the teams. Uh, something I noticed just a minute ago, something I haven't really seen in a game before, the three referees at Centre Court called the captains to centre court and have a chat to them before the game. Yes, they, um, that is part of the process now at the 10 minute mark I believe it is that the referees are supposed to ask the captains to come together and they will talk and um, you know, ask any questions, discuss any issues that there may be, any sort of interpretations that they uh, may have any questions about and just basically manage the game from that point on so um, that's I believe something that will be happening in every game this season. Yep, it's an interesting development and we'll see uh, whether or not the messages get through to the teams um, I guess about what the referees are going to be calling, uh, what they're going to be looking at and uh, it's always interesting to see what what they what they uh, have been instructed by the league to uh, take a look at and highlight. That's right, areas of emphasis as they call it and uh, be interesting to see. I think, you know I think the girls will be a little bit rusty this afternoon. I wouldn't be surprised if some of the referees are a little bit rusty either. So, um, you know, we give them a little bit of slack. So we're just looking at uh, some interesting matchups at the start of the game. Obviously, the um, starting lineups that we have here, we've got uh, for the Capitals, Tracy Beatty, Kelly Abrams, Mariana Tolo, Carly Wilson and Natalie Hurst. So we'll obviously see uh, Jess Bibby coming off of the bench, which is a nice little spark to have there. Uh, for Bulleen Boomers, we have Annalise, uh, sorry, Elise Penaluma, Jenna O'Hay, Elizabeth Cambridge, Desiree Glorbitz and Sharon Milner. So some fantastic matchups in those two starting groups there, Mark. Indeed, indeed it is going to be exciting. We're inside the last minute. The team's getting their last instructions from the coaches and uh, it will be... As you said, Nat Hurst uh, in the backcourt with Abrams. That, that, I, Kelly Abrams has been in this league. She's got 250 games or something coming up later this season. Uh, just a great player for the side and yep. great to see her. And since probably one of the few players since leaving her AIS uh, scholarship position to have played with, played with only one club. So that's quite an achievement in itself. So, you know, you look, Hurst and Milner match up. 
Let's see whether those two have an impact on the game. It's the sort of match-up that sometimes will actually take them out of the equation, if you like. If they nullify each other, they don't seem to come into the equation. So I think that'll be a great match-up. One assumes that Kelly Abrams will probably get the Desi Glorbitz uh, match-up well, in this, yeah, this line-up. I'm just wondering, because Hannah Zebek is sitting on the bench getting the instructions as one of the five players. And, oh, uh, well, there you go. And standing up, so... Um, Milner's coming out, Cambridge, Penaluna. Yep, looks like Zebek is in for uh, the Gorbets. That's interesting. They have a the official um, the official stats sheet, which we assume has been taken from the score sheet starters. Actually, has Gorbets, but appears that as you say, Zavex is in the starting group out on the floor. Indeed. Well, is Desi fit? She's certainly been out there uh, practicing and warming up and uh, for the whole time. Mm. Beatty versus Cambridge in the jump ball. And yes, the Capitals are going to be playing from left to right. So we assume it'll be a Beatty Cambridge matchup, Tolo Penaluma matchup. I'd say Wilson will go to Zavix and probably O'Hay and uh, Abrams will be that. Yep, and, and, and I think they're actually checking now on the score sheet. The referees are just checking the. That's right, the starting lineup was incorrectly recorded for Bulleen, I would say. And uh, they're having a conversation with Tom Ma now about Zavex. Uh, sorry, Xanax. Zavex? Zavex. Xanax <laughs> is certainly another drug. But um, there is obviously an error on the score sheet. She's just delaying the start of the game a little. Yeah. Paragraph is up questioning well, it as well. As you would, because as a coach, if you see what the starting lineup is, you may be um, tempted to test. Um, you know, you may want to change your matchup. So, if you know the original thing said that it was actually Glorbitz who was going to start, Carrie Graff has set her lineup accordingly. And if it's another player, then she may have gone differently. So. I assume that's what the problem is, but let's just get on with the game, I think is the approach that will be taken here. Indeed. Well, Penelou is walking over to the bench. She wants something. Um, the two teams have uh, gone into little huddles uh, while there's a lot of talking still going on. One official is at the... <laughs> and the by the look on... They are changing the official sheets. They are. You can tell by the uh, body language from Carrie Graff that she's not too pleased, though, is she, Mark? No, well, this is uh, Thomas... Tom's playing a game, I think. He's, yeah. he's just sitting back on his chair with his arms folded. He's pretty uh, relaxed about it all. Yeah, Gary Fox, the assistant, got up and went to the bench. But not Tom. Tom just stayed there. <laughs> he's enjoying it. Finally, we're underway. Small crowd in here at Canberra, but hopefully a noisy one. Ball tipped and Bulleen end up with it. Oh, hey, going straight into Cambridge. Penaluna on the floor, picks it up. Basket won't go for her. Comes back down to Zavik, blocked away out of her hand by Beatty, out of bounds, but Bulleen will still have it under their offensive basket, and uh, the tactics obvious there, straight into Cambridge. Get it inside, <laughs> that's exactly Zavik, right. Straight Again. into Cambridge off the inbound pass. Goes around Beatty, and Cambridge comes up with the first points here tonight. Lovely finish, strong but nice soft touch by Cambridge. Just see Canberra going straight into Tolo. Beatty at the top, puts it on the floor. Blocked as she went past Cambridge and Penaluna came up with the block. Ball tip loose. O'Hay gets to it first. Molina back to the other end. Three on two. Back to Milner at the elbow. On from the left. Won't go. Beatty gets back to the defensive rebound. And she'll give it to Hurst to bring into the front court as uh, Canberra weren't punished there. 
Hurst down to Tolo, low post, back off to Hurst, back to Wilson in the left corner, into Tolo, quick passing, nice ball movement, Abrams three from the top, won't go left a little bit short, Cambridge with a defensive rebound, and she'll actually dribble it down court, and almost throws it away, but Milner's there to grab it and set up another play for the Bullying Boomers. The boards are going to be very important in this game. Cambridge puts it on the floor. Beatty coming in on the uh, help out defence, maybe getting the call on that. Bus is going to count. And it is Beatty with her first foul of the night. Cambridge gets another two points. 4 nothing, and she'll go to the line for the three-point play. Nice, strong start from Lizzie Cambridge there. She's been very, very big presence inside and has got some very nice soft touch finishing off um, some pretty tough contests under there. And she's got a 5-0 five po- five lead right now mm. as the Capitals will look to try and score their first points. Hurst will bring it down the right wing, gets it across centre court. Milner tagging her, the two smallest players in the league just about. Abrams on the right wing. Beatty goes in front of her, back to Hurst. Hurst comes around the screen from Tolo, goes left side. Back to Abrams at the top of the key. Good defence from Bulleen. Abrams has to force up a shot as there was two seconds on the shot clock. Air balls it out of bounds. Mm. Turnover. And the Capitals have had nothing from their first three or four possessions down court. That's right. They're getting the ball through sets of hands but aren't really getting some uh, open looks is what they need. They've got to be a little bit more attacking and aggressive at the basket, I think. Yeah, the defence working off of Bulleen as they have it in the front court. Milner to Hey, Three-pointer from the left is all net. Eight, nothing. That's right. People have forgotten, obviously, that Jenna can shoot the ball from the perimeter, so they'll make some very quick adjustments, adjustments on that. Milner back, uh, back in the front court we go. Wilson right side, back to Hurst. Hurst to Tolo. Tolo left side to Abrams. Tolo looking to cut to the baseline. Goes across the key, little hook shot, won't go. Beatty inside, gets the ball, sticks it back up, and Beatty gets the first basket for the Capitals for the 2009-10 season. And it's 8-2 in favour of Pauline as Hurst. Oh, Cambridge down low, managing to get good hands to pick that up at her ankles. Goes back out to Zavec. There's some real work going on there between Beatty and Cambridge, and Beatty gets called for the foul. I think there was a bit of pot luck. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Take a choice there on that choice. one pass. Let him go at it. The ball wasn't anywhere near them. <laughs> I mean, could have called Cambridge for hooking uh, on the arm. Well, Beatty's going to sit down because that's her second foul, and that means a loss in size. Mm. And Tolo will now go on to Cambridge and. The player who's come in is Jess Bibby who gets bumped away on the first possession as the back comes up with a nice strong play there. You know, and it's no point uh, very physical, but you've just got to play through that physical um, physical play. So 10-2 Boleen right now, just uh, three minutes gone. As Hurst on the left wing, looking for somebody to pass it to. Finds Bibby, left wing, three-pointer from her, won't go. And Zavek comes back and grabs the defensive rebound. So uh, she's been a good choice to start as well. She's played well so far. Inside to Penaluna, turnaround jumper, won't go. Cambridge pushes Tolo out of the way and a foul will be called on Cambridge. The crowd like that call as uh, the Capitals. <laughs> pretty soft that one. I, you know, didn't look like it was a real lot of contact, but Tolo uh, did move out of yeah. having a chance to grab the rebound, so uh, they had to call it. And we got our first time out of the game. 
10-2, it's been all Bolene started here in the first quarter. It has, and uh, clearly Carrie Graff is not happy about the start and wants to talk about it, and she's being fairly animated down in the timeout there. Look, I don't think it's been all disaster for Canberra. I think that they're, um, they look a little stagnant to me offensively. They're clearly just not getting any sort of penetration against the defence of Bolene. So, you know, ideally what Canberra needs to do is to probably break out a little bit when they come up with the boards, look to push the ball down the floor quickly and, and get some momentum coming that way so that they can um, get a few quick scores and then get into a little bit of a rhythm, offensively anyway. Yep, the offence hasn't clicked. Just one basket inside from Tracy Beatty um, off a missed shot. She did well to get that back up there. Her sitting down with two... You know, we're four minutes into the... Three minutes into the game and Tracy Beatty sitting down takes a huge uh, presence out of that defence placed by Jess Bibby who's a foot shorter um, it's going to uh, change the defensive matchups and it'll be interesting to see how Bulleen handle that as well because now they have, they have the uh, huge size advantage no changes to the lineouts and the Capitals will have it in the backcourt. Wilson inbounds to Hurst to bring it across centre court. That's right. And so it'll be interesting to see how Zavex uh, can match up against... Oh, dear. Tolo puts it on the floor. There. Yep. <laughs> Tolo was uh, driving at the basket. Nothing called on the foul. Two on one at the other end. Oh, hey, to Cambridge inside. And she comes up with another basket. Lovely transition basket from uh, Bulleen as Canberra comes straight back at them here. Reaching foul is going to be on O'Hay by the look of that. Yes, 11 gets the call. O'Hay's first foul. And the Capitals will have the ball under their offensive basket. Abrams will inbound the ball. Canberra really do need to get a score off this possession and just... Uh Steady the ship. Three-pointer from uh, Bibby wouldn't go, but Wilson with the offensive board. Goes back out to Hurst and they'll set up the play. Need to punish Bulleen now that they've got a second chance. Hurst, three-point shot, White goes. Zavik with a defensive rebound, and she'll bring it down the left side. Penaluna's in front of her, and Cambridge, the big presence inside, but go back to Milner, and they'll set up another play. Off to O'Hay. Zavik in the right corner. Tolo in front of Cambridge. So they go over the top, though, and Cambridge gets it and puts another one in. Cambridge's got nine points. And Cambridge is really hurting Canberra. That's some great difficulty defending her. And Tolo's got that job. She gets the ball at the top of the key. Off to Abrams on the right. Tolo cutting in at the basket. Shot won't go as Penaluna came back and maybe got a handle on it and deflected it. Zavek straight away at the other end. Gets held up by Bibby, and Bibby will be called for a foul. So uh, we're just about... The third or fourth, third, third team foul against the Capitals as well. So Bulleen make their first change. Rachel Jerry will come in for Penaluna. Jerry's coming out of the AIS last season. Had a great season with the AIS, and uh, be good to see her um, continue to play in this league. I think Bulleen are doing an absolutely fantastic job of getting the ball to their bigs. They're really being very smart in the way that they're setting them up inside, getting some really good passing angles, and delivering the ball up in the air. Which, when I mean, you haven't got a beady on the on the floor, you know they're obviously getting some good seals and just putting the ball into the air and letting the girls pull pick it out of the space Zavek makes both the free throws as the Caps quickly down into Tolo backing in against Cambridge outlet pass finds Bibby for three and down it goes Yes, Bibby with uh, her first basket of the night of the afternoon and 16 to 5 in favour of Bulleen here 5.20 still to go till quarter time Milner on the right wing for the Boomers 
Changes the play. Savek cuts in front of her. Comes around a screen from Cambridge. Puts the shot up. Won't go for it. Wilson with a defensive rebound. Will hand off to Abrams to bring down the centre of the court. Against O'Hay. Backs it, takes it straight to the baseline. Comes back out to Wilson at the top of the key. Off to Hurst. Hurst on the right wing. Goes into Wilson. High post turnaround jumper from her is good. Wilson first basket. And her first points is a capital. That's right. And that's the sort of flexibility Carly Wilson brings. She can sit on that post as Milner goes all the way. Makes another two for Bulleen and Canberra coming straight back at him in transition basketball. That's Hurst knocks down too. The pace is starting to pick up. Capitals need a lot though. They need to really pick it up oh. and get some defensive stops. 18-9 still the lead for Bulleen. It's Milner on the left wing. Hands off to Zavek. Back to Milner. Milner crossed to Zavek at the top of the key. Goes around the screen. Takes on Tolo. And Tolo will be called for the blocking foul. And that's the fourth team foul. So pretty much into uh, a penalty situation for the Capitals this early. That's right. And I think Bulleen are using some... Um, using the screens at the top of the key very well to uh, create some space and opportunities for each other. So Canberra needs to really communicate those a lot better than they are at the moment and um, ensure that you know they're, they're making smart decisions about the way to play that. Zabek misses the first free throw. Kylie Reid has come in for O'Hay. And it looks like uh, Chantal Pereira about to get ready to come in for... Lisa Pardon, in fact, has also come in for the Pauline Boomers. So Zabek sits down as she made her fifth point of the game. And the Pereira is in there as well for the Capitals. Look at this group, this well, line-up for Canberra. Oh, it's, it's Milner. It's small and quick, but uh, yeah, Milner got the better of Hurst. They've stolen it. The pass down to Jerry, she couldn't get her hold on, so the Capitals got out of jail on that one. But yeah, it's Wilson, Hurst, Bibby. Pereira and Tolo, so small but guards. quick lineup. Very, but I think you know maybe what Graf is thinking here is that we need to put some speed into this game. Mm. So Hurst goes to work down the right, back to Wilson. Wilson drives in the paint, lays it up. Wilson comes up with another two. She's got four, and the Caps are into double figures, 19 to 11. That's and they right. put some defensive pressure on as well as they make them work it into the front court from the right wing for. Bulleen, it was uh, Pardon with a three-point shot, wouldn't go. Mil uh, Hurst quickly down the other end. Bibby three from the right. Oh. It won't go. Tolo inside and stick it back in. Great work from Tolo to come up with that right. one. Her first basket, and all of a sudden it's back to 19-13, a, uh, a six-point lead after being up to about 12, at least uh, was the lead earlier, so the Caps right now have, uh, are right back in this game. They are, and I think what's generated it for them is that they've got, uh, with that smaller group out on the floor, they've got a bit more running going, picks up their defensive intensity and creates some opportunities for them. Obviously, you know, Bibi knocked down a three, and, and Carly Wilson, a couple of good scores, and she did exactly what we talked about earlier in before the game, uh, Mark, where we talked about the fact that Carly Wilson can shoot the ball so well from the perimeter, but she also can get into that post position and, and create some opportunities for herself there. So I think, you know, um, obviously Tom Ma needs to make some defensive adjustments and uh, just purely by taking this time out, stop the momentum of Canberra because they were really starting to get on a little bit of a roll. But, you know, it's still a long time to go in this game and Bulleen is such a, a very talented lineup with an extremely, uh, uh, you know, smart coach who will be able to make adjustments quickly. So Canberra will need to be on the front foot again when they come out of this uh, timeout. 
Yep, well, as we said, uh, the, the coaching battle was uh, really going to be interesting with this one as well, and uh, we're seeing that already. As uh, Tom Ma had the early ascendancy, and Carrie Graff is right back into it now. No changes, and uh, well, Penaluna's back in for the uh, Boomers. She'll get the ball in the backcourt with O'Hay, who's back in. Reed Pardon and Reed as they will inbound the pass and it's O'Hay in the back court. Pereira is watching her and shadowing her down court. Off to Reed on, on the right wing, left wing. Penaluna to Pardon coming around the screen at the free throw line looking for someone to pass to. Finally finds O'Hay back on the right. Pardon, they work it inside. Five seconds on the shot clock. Penaluna almost lost it as uh, Hurst got a handle on it and forced the miss out of Penaluna. So great work. Pen Hurst back at the other end, pull up jumper. Great work from the Capitals. Penaluna, long pass down court. Hurst was off and running. That's quick right. Quick game working. Yeah, and look, that, that was generated by the good defensive pressure from Canberra in that last set. Oh, hey. Travel. Travel, call as she put on the floor, picked it up, and then tried to go around uh, the defensive player. Good score for the travel. And it's a four point game right now, 2.43 to go to quarter time. 19 to 15. Right now, the Capitals have the momentum as Hurst brings down the left wing. She's got Wilson low post, gets it to her. On the uh, left side, back out to Pereira. Bibby right side for three. No, it's off the front of the rim. Wilson tips it loose. Hurst picks it up. Capitals not a chance. Hurst for three from the top. Won't go. And re Jerry with the defensive rebound throws it away in the front court. And so Hay just couldn't get to that one. So they're forcing uh, mistakes out of Bulleen as well with this defensive pressure. Well, they are, and uh, and in just the second opportunity too that they got from the big hand, long. She's got such long reach, Carly Wilson. She gets fingertips to the ball all over the floor, and she's really creating some good opportunities for Canberra. Pereira oh, with hold the ball and uh, defensive power court on Kylie Reed, her first. Bulleen. Yeah, look, there's some, some changes. Milner, Glorbits, and Crosswhite all coming in. Jerry, Pardon, and Reed sitting down. I think we'll find that Bulleen are going to go to a zone out of this because they really are struggling with the individual matchups. So I could be wrong. Looks like, no, 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 they're staying in man there. Yeah, Pereira, Hurst. Bibby uh, on the right wing gets the ball, drives to the basket, goes past Glorbitz. Penaluna might have got a handle on it as uh, she tried to lay it in. Glorbitz is back at the other end at the free throw line. She'll dribble out to the right side and set up another play. Bibby, oh, Wilson, great defensive play there. Gets the steal off the Hurst. Hurst down the centre of the court. Left side to Bibby. Bibby cuts into the paint. Hurst back to Wilson. Wilson to uh, Tolo low post on the left side. Milner reaching in, it'll be called for the foul. And the foul situation's evened up at four all for the teams. Yeah, and I think um I think, you know, Carly Wilson's having a huge impact on this game as we see a substitution coming in for Canberra and uh out comes well, out comes Tolo here. And in comes Bowley, who didn't see a lot of court time last season, but we know the girl can play and she's a good size. So, you know, clearly Canberra are prepared to throw some players around in this game. Great job from Jess Bibby, the quick hands to get it into Bowley. Back, Back to Bibby, shot along the baseline, won't go. Wilson tips it loose, but it's going to run out of bounds. Bulleen will have it in the backcourt. But, uh, yep, yeah, Bowley's the, uh, the tall player out there right now. Mm. 
for the mm. Capitals. So this is a small lineup, and well, besides Penaluna, Bullin under the tall right now either. No, that's true. Milner down the left side, then Hurst closely watching her pass off the cross white at the elbow, pass the side to Penaluna, got away from Wilson and Penaluna mm. with the two, and uh, well. It's been a long time since they scored a basket. 21-15, they now lead. We're inside the last minute before quarter time. Hurst at the top of the key. Comes right side, goes around us, a couple of screens in the corner. She'll put up a three. Oh, comes off the rim, won't go. Milner gets to her first in front of her. Hurst takes uh, O'Hay out of the equation. Ball back to cross wide, off to Milner. Three from the left from Milner is... Uh, what they like. That's right. That that's uh, only two. It's been credited on the scoreboard, but uh, had to put it on the line then. Must have. <laughs> that puts it out to eight points again. So, 20 yeah. seconds to go in this One first quarter. Chance. As Bibby drives hard and is fouled by Des Glorbitz, she'll go to the foul line. And she'll go to the line. It is Glorbitz called for it. And Tola's going to come in for the last 15 seconds. Yeah, look, I think that the, she's Tolo's coming in and Bowley will take a break and uh, Abrams is coming in for Pereira and I think that, you know, that line-up didn't have quite the size to be able to match it with um, Penaluma and Crosswhite, so they're just making some adjustments there. So Bibby at the line makes the first of the free throws. She's got four for the game. Along with a couple of other players. It's leading score right now for the Capitals. She'll go to five and on her own. So 23-17. Now the defensive stop with 15 seconds to go. Milner will bring it down slowly. Crosswhite's in front of her. Lorbert's in the corner. Penaluna comes out on the left. He's around a screen as Milner. Now at the free throw line. Passes off to Glorbitz. Pass into Penaluna oh. for a layup and makes it in time. So Penaluna with the last basket of the quarter will extend that lead back to eight. 25 to 17 in favour of Bulleen over the Capitals here at quarter time as uh, the leading scorer Elizabeth Cambridge uh, with nine points. Milner's got four. Ohay three, four for Penaluna and Hannah Zabek had five for the Bulleen Boomers for the Capitals. Jess Bibby with five is their leading scorer. Hurst and Wilson, both with four. Tolo and Beatty with two each. But an eight-point lead for the Bulleen Boomers. This has been a very interesting first quarter. It has, and Bulleen really came out at the start of that quarter out of the blocks and uh, were just dominating early on in the uh, in the game. But the Canberra Capitals, you know, had a bit of a timeout, had a bit of a chat about it and uh, made some adjustments and got themselves back to eight points. Is um, You know, it was looking for a while there, like, that Bulleen were just going to keep running on. Um, Lizzie Cambridge had a great start to the quarter and uh, seen her sit a little bit towards the um, end of that quarter, so that's obviously something that Bulleen still have at their sleeve to throw back out there in the second quarter. Points in the paint. Uh, tell a bit of that s- the story there. 16-10 to 10 in the uh, first quarter in favour of Bulleen, so 16 of the points in the paint, and of course most of those through Liz Cambridge. Well, that's right. You know, she's just such a big presence in there. And I guess the other um, stat there, just looking at the rebounds, is, you know, that's fairly even, 10 to 8. So no problems there. Shooting percentages, clearly Bulleen is shooting at 59% from the field compared to Canberra's 32. Now, that's a reflection of where they're getting the shots, <laughs> you know, in the middle of the paint there. It's a lot easier to make them from the perimeter. And, of course, very early in the game, uh, the Capitals... Uh, 
well started uh, none for about six or seven they took a while to finally get a basket so that, that will improve as the game goes on as uh, the teams are about to get ready to come back out for the second quarter it be interesting to see what lineups come out on the floor at the start here and uh, looks like Lena going to go with their starting group and there's one change with the um, We've got Beattie not coming into this out to start this quarter, but uh, Bibby's on the floor instead. So it's the only change in the starting group for Canberra from the first start of the game. Beattie is on limited time. Do you know how many minutes exactly they're looking to play her, or is it? I'm not entirely sure, Mark. I know that they are just nursing her back, um, but we'll see see how much she plays. I think it's really up to how well her body's coping. Indeed, Capitals have first position of it. Bibby shot from the free throw line. Won't go. Penalino with the defensive rebound. Hands off to Milner to bring back into the front court. As we started the second corner, it's Milner, O'Hay, Penaluna, Cambridge, and Zavek, their starting lineup. Zavek passes into Penaluna at high post. Down underneath was O'Hay, cutting along the baseline and gets an easy layup. Yeah, Milner look, is Canberra are getting caught up on screens consistently. They nearly re really need to adjust. Abrams to Tolo at the top of the key. Off to Bibby. Bibby coming to the right side and passing side for Tolo. Gives it to Wilson along the baseline. 12 foot jumper won't go. Cambridge with the easy rebound. And Milner will bring it down as Tolo stays very close to Cambridge as they come down court. Milner then on the left wing to Penaluna at high post on the right side. Looking for the passing side. Finds Cambridge on the baseline. Tolo backs off from her. T Cambridge turnaround jumper won't go. Ball tip loose. Bibby Wilson lost the ball out of bounds. No. Oh, hey, had the last touch on it. Yeah, some good boxing out by Kelly Abrams there to keep uh, Penaluma off of the boards and, uh, and Wilson as well. It's interesting. Tolo sort of backed off Cambridge as she got the ball low post and made her go to work and put on a move. That's right. Abrams, the pass into Bibby in the corner. Works inside, all aggression, but the shot wouldn't drop for a Penaluna. Quick ball off to Milner on the right side. She finds O'Hay on the left for three. Won't go, but the long rebound will come back out to Milner at the top of the key and another opportunity for Pauline. Milner dribbles to the right side, goes around Zavek. Need to go along the baseline. Oh, Tolo just stays five. there and blocks a shot. And a quick outlet pass finds Bibby in the front court on her own, and she'll lay it in. Nobody was back watching Bibby. No, clear defensive transition breakdown there from Bulleen. No one within Cooey. No one nearer. 27-19 then. Bulleen leading as the pass from Penaluna in goes, comes off Tolo. And Milner, uh, Hurst picks it up quickly down court. Abrams on the left wing, back to Hurst. Right side finds Bibby. Milner comes across at her. Bibby baseline jumper. In and out. Mm. It looked like it was in. And then just popped back out. So Zavek will bring it back for Moline. 7.35 to go to half time. Milner with the ball at the top of the key. Cambridge is the plan. Cambridge sets up high post on the left side. Penaluna's on the right. Milner comes back, gives it to Penaluna. At the free throw line, Penaluna forces up a shot, won't go, yeah. but gets her own rebound and outlet pass, finds O'Hay, and they'll set up another play. Yeah, Milner. neither of these teams can afford to give the other group a second opportunity at it. They need to focus on the boards and keep them off. Yeah, and both sides have been getting second opportunities. A back for three from the left is all net. That hurts. <laughs> yeah. 
You're watching the inside game and then uh, get punished from the outside. Tolai gets it at the top of the key. Driving inside, Cambridge will be judged to have moved off her line defensively and knocking Tolo out of the way. It'll be uh, not a shooting foul. And the second foul on Cambridge for the game as well. So we'll see how they handle that. Pereira's come in for the Capitals. Abrams is taking a break. And Pereira will inbound the ball. If she can get it to someone, finds Bibby in the corner. So Bibby works around a screen from Wilson. Back to Wilson. Wilson all alone for three. In and oh. out, won't go. Cambridge, defensive rebound, finds Milner. Milner dribbles down the centre of the court. Hurst closely watching her. O'Hay comes around a screen. Goes back to Milner. Crowd calling for travel, but nothing called. Milner on the right wing. Now comes back to the centre of the court. Little hook shot to Penelina. Oh, oh. Block from behind LeClean. Oh. From Bibby and Bibby's second foul of the game. Mm, Bibby thought she got that one clean, as did most of the crowd on that side she, of the... She, she was, the yeah, she's just jumping up from behind and uh, yeah. must have been the faintest of touches. <laughs> so Cambridge comes out with her second foul. Crosswide in to replace her for Bulline. Penelina at the free throw line for a couple of free throws to extend this lead which is back out to 11 mm. 31 now to 19 so it's 12 with that free throw Penaluna's second free throw is good as well so she's got 6 points for the game and the Capitals need some of that speed to uh, boost the score back up that's right they need to get a bit of a, a move on and make some inroads into this lead Tolo off to Bibby, back to Tolo, baseline jumper from the right side, is a little bit long and Penaluna gets the defensive rebound, quickly off to Milner Capitals uh, not coming up with the shots in the baskets O'Hay, pass no. down to cross wide inside hooks it up, won't go Tolo fighting for the rebound, is given a shove in the back by Crosswhite, Crosswhite mm. will get called for the foul Capitals have the ball in the backcourt six minutes to go to half time and the lead is 13 which is pretty much the biggest lead it's been all game. That's right, and Canberra really are struggling to put the ball in the hole, even when they are creating good opportunities for themselves. They're just not converting them. They're currently shooting at 28% from the field. You're not going to win games against teams, particularly against a team like Bulleen, shooting that percentage. No, Bibby gets in the corner, the pass into Wilson, and Crosswhite reaching in will be called for her second foul in a hurry. So I think she's about to come out. Lisa Pardon is going to come in and replace her. Is it? No, Zebek, in fact, is coming out. So Zebek was out, Pardon in for Bulleen, and the Capitals have the ball underneath their offensive basket. Pereira looking for someone to pass it to. Bibby. Um, mm, well, she's saying she was interfered with, lost it out of bounds. and Canberra really struggling to get the ball in bounds from that baseline, Luke defence is creating some real problems for them. So Milner then with the ball, bringing it down the left side, Hurst continually watching her. Finds Pardon on the right wing, Bibby on her, into Crosswide at the top of the key. Ten seconds on the shot clock, pass down to Penaluna, shot won't go, Tolo fighting for a can't keep a handle on it. Back out to, to Milner, drive down the centre, won't go, outlet pass from Milner. Who, uh, from Hurst is quickly down the other end she'll drive in, basket counts she'll go over the line and Nat Hurst the great transition basket just straight down the court, took on Pardon and comes up with a foul that's right, she had Bibby running the lane hard but uh, you know, 
realised that Pardon was hedging her bets and just took the ball straight at her and finished it off nicely and hopefully we'll make this foul shot and put the game back to a ten-point game. Three-point play and uh, might get the fastest going as it did late in the second and uh, late in the first quarter. So Milner back the other way, 32-22. Pardon on the left wing, off to Crosswhite. Crosswhite being watched very closely by. Uh, Good Bowler, defense from Burley. There. Yeah, great defense. Comes up with a steal. Hurst picks it up and dribbles into the front court down the left side. Defensive pressure and speed got them back in the game in the first quarter. May it work again. Pereira three from the left. This good in her first basket of the afternoon as well. This is 32-25. Seven points the lead now. That's right. Again, it's been... Uh, Canberra have been slow to get started in each of these quarters as Hurst steal. comes up with the ball. Hurst. Right. I think this is probably the closest it's been for quite a while. <laughs> Certainly in this quarter. <laughs> That's right. Well, late in the first quarter, they got away again, but uh, 32-27, so it's back to five as Milner looks to drive, and not to cross wide at the free throw line, comes up with the basket. The old frozen rope, it's very <laughs> flat, not much rotation on it, but it doesn't matter because it goes in. That's oh, all that Milner. matters, Hurst almost lost it, Milner reaching in, Hurst will set up the play as Bowley comes out to set a high screen on the left side, she Hurst goes Hurst around again. Little frozen runner from that Hurst. She's got 11 points. Yeah, and she's, she's just put them on. She's them here. She really has. She's just gone at it and uh, created a real spark. As she picks up another steal. was really a give me that one, though. It's Pereira. Pereira. who's called for the push-off. As uh, Milner just fell over in front of her. And but Pereira with the foul. As, uh, it's unfortunate. I don't know that there was that much in that particular one, but regardless, it sort of would have been a nice little momentum uh, stopper, that one, as we see yep. Tom Maher. Just subbing. You know, it's not a timeout, Tom. Multiple well, players, subs. I uh, thought it was. So, yeah, there's <laughs> quite a few changes. Nicole Romeo's in for the Capitals, her first taste of action this afternoon. As the Boomers have it in the backcourt, it's Milner's are back. And, Jerry. Uh, Lovitz, Jerry and the Cambridge that are out there right now is Milner looking for a pass. Pereira looking to step in and steal is going to be called for another foul. Uh, for, uh, that's the third team foul for Canberra. I had it the wrong way around there. I thought that was the fifth, but it's not. Spoleen sitting on four team fouls at the moment. Milner's and taking a break. Milner out. Reed back in for the Boomers. Zabek from the left wing will inbound the pass. Pereira with two fouls. There's a few. Reed gets the ball off the inbound pass. Jerry on the right side. Pass into watch Camps. Pereira stepped in and stole the pass. And the Capitals look to bring it down court. And it's Tolo that dribbles it into the front court. Off to Romeo to play, set up the play. Gets a handoff from uh, Bowley. Back to Romeo. Off to Tolo. Driving in against Cambridge. Travel McCall. And Jerry quickly raises it back down court on Glorbitz. Reed from the top of the key. Three pointers left short. Bibby with a defensive rebound. She's got a three on two going here. She's got Romeo on the right. Finds her. Back to Bibby. Bibby left all alone for three. It's all net. Yes, Bibby's in double figures as well. She's got ten for the game. And it's a two point game. 34 32. Who would believe that with 2.48 to go? They were down by 13 just two minutes ago. 
Reed with the ball, top of the key. Inside to Jerry, round the corner, finds Zavek who gets an easy layup as Pereira got lost on that one. Zavek's got 10 for the game as well. Oh, it's is uh, certainly turning out to be an exciting game as we expected in the grand final replay. Tolo off the burst, Bibby on the right wing, dribbles down the baseline, through baseline jumper won't go. Reed with a defensive rebound will bring it back for the Boomers. Off to Glorbitz on the right wing, three-pointer from Glorbitz. A little bit short, and Romeo with a defensive rebound for the Caps. And she's down the right side, he's got Bibby in the corner, Romeo driving along the baseline. Blocked by Zavek, ball loose, lost and picked up by Jerry for the Boomers. Good defence from uh, Zavek, who's certainly coming, played a big part in this first half. Well, she has, and... Uh Lorbitz on the right oh. wing, bullet pass inside, and as Reed tries to take it up, Valley coming back has knocked the ball loose. We've got a minute 47 till half time, and the Caps are going to make some more changes. Beatty back in, Wilson and Abrams, and we do have the timeout finally. No, Tom Mars saying no. No, he wanted a timeout earlier, they yeah. didn't get it. Now he <laughs> he's going off at the bench saying, no, I don't want a timeout. There's no timeout. And here we go, Tomar uh, managing the game exceptionally <laughs> well there. So uh, he's, uh, he did earlier when there was a transition basket, want a timeout, which the bench missed. And uh, they assumed he still wanted it from that occasion, but not the case. As we see Natalie Hurst coming back into the lineup for Nicole Romeo. Uh, well... Certainly had it all here in the first. Welcome back, Tom yeah. Maher. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Reed with the first free throw misses it. So it stays a four-point game. Minute 47 to go. She makes the second. Kylie Reed now. Now what have we got? There's an issue, I think, with the scoreboard. We'll just wait and see. Uh, I think it was actually they had to wind the 24 second clock down or something of that nature. There we go. Rusty start to the yeah. season for everyone. <laughs> a few things. 37-32 is Beattie inbounds the ball then. Two Hurst. Been Hurst. a while since we've seen Beattie on the floor. Yep. Since she got the two fouls early. So she brings Hurst brings it down, goes into Beattie, back to Abrams on the left wing. Finds Beattie, puts it on the floor, drives Strong inside drive. against Cambridge and comes up with a basket. Beattie, it's, four it's points on the game, and that was strong taking on Cambridge. That's right. It's good to see Tracy Beattie putting the ball on the floor and going at her. So, positive sign there. As uh, Reed gets it on the left wing, back for Cambridge, who's high post. Beattie in front of her. Cambridge finds someone inside. Then she goes to Zebek. Turnaround jumper won't go. Wilson defensive rebound for the Capitals. And they can uh, close this down. They could even tie it up with a three as Hurst. Goes to work against Reed. Dribbles to the left side. Abrams back to Hurst. Hurst three pointer from the left. It's all made. It's tied up. And Hurst, I think 14 that's points. a matchup that Tom Maher is going to have to do something about because uh, you know it's just too big an ask for Kylie Reed to try and contain Natalie Hurst. She's too quick for her. We'll beat her on the penetration, and if she tries to step off to to counteract that, then she's going to open up that kind of three point range which we just saw, which is when she's on on a roll is all net. So um, certainly. I think there'll be some defensive adjustments from Bulleen here, but back to three points. It's been hard, a good game. Hard to believe it's all tied up. 37 apiece. 
we're 52 seconds away from half time Caps were down by 13 just 3 or 4 minutes ago in this game and boy have they come on strong late here in the quarter they have and the people that have sparked some of this stuff are not what you would think of as usual I mean certainly Jess Bibby had an impact at one point and Natalie Hurst did but I've been impressed with Hannah Bowley her defensive pressure she's created some opportunities for Canberra to enable them to get into the running game Chantella Pereira was getting some hands in the lanes at various points and also getting some of that transition game happening um, so you know and they've played important minutes we've had Tracy Beattie's just come back in now and sat for a quite a long time so you know it's good to see that um, Canberra's getting some and Cully Wilson of course is the other one who's had a big impact on this game we expect that from her she's a, a WNBL player um, European experience and new to the Canberra group but certainly not new to this league yep but of course, it would, would take her a little bit to work in with these girls. But uh, mm. she's certainly been a big part here in the first quarter, as the first half is. Penaluna will inbound the ball in the back court to Milner, 37 apiece, as Milner brings it across centre court. Zebeck's on the right wing, Cambridge high post on the left, Penaluna high post on the right. She gets the pass off to Glorbitz. Glorbitz back to Penaluna from the elbow. She makes a two-pointer. Yeah, and the two bigs, up. the two bigs are back in for Bulleen, which creates some defensive difficulties for Canberra because Penaluma, you step off to try and help on Cambridge, she can knock down that jump shot consistently. Pereira gets it on the right, on the left wing, drives inside, round the corner, finds Wilson. Wilson, great basket. Lovely finish from Carly Wilson. She was under a lot of pressure there, but she uh, managed to control the ball well and finish it off. Probably last play here with uh, eight seconds left. Is Milner. Using Cambridge as a screen, Milner waits the clock and go down to two seconds. Shot won't go. Pin Lunar inside can't get the shot back. Won't get the second opportunity. No foul called. They're looking over at the referee, ask hoping for a foul call. And we go in at half time, unbelievably tied up at 39. And uh, yet the Capitals look a lot happier than Bulleen do as they walk off at half time, even though it's tied up. That's, yes, yeah, who would have thought a few minutes into that first quarter that the uh, Capitals would be tying this game at the half. They were looking very unsettled. They didn't have any defensive pressure. They couldn't get anything happening in their transition game. Um, you know, they were unable to shoot the ball well. They're still not shooting the ball well, but they've <laughs> certainly improved from where they were. They're sitting at a 40% um, field shooting percentage now. 28% a few minutes That's ago. right. It wasn't that long ago when they were down there, so they'd be happy with that. And they've certainly, I think if we look at the points in the paint, look at that, you know, they was, uh, Bulleen had 16 points in the paint at quarter time when we talked about it, and they've only got another four in that last quarter. So they've certainly um, cut down the scoring opportunities in the paint for Bulleen. Cambridge and Penaluna, yeah. They've been doing a great job. Nat Hurst, huge spark. Um, She's got 14 points at, at half-time. was huge part of that late revival there in the second quarter. Oh, absolutely. She just, uh, you know, came out and you could see she had that determination in her eyes. She knew that someone needed to step out on the floor and really uh, make a mark on the game. And she's become that kind of player you know, as she's matured over the years that she just takes those opportunities, takes the game by the full of the horn. The, Bull of the horns, horn of the bulls, whatever you can, whatever that saying is, and uh, steps into that role. So good to see. Indeed, it's going through the scorers in. Hopefully, I've got it right. Nat Hurst with 14, the leading scorer right now for the Capitals. Jess Bibby's got 10. Carly Wilson with six. Chantel Pereira with three. Tolo with a couple. Tracy Beatty with four. 
and the Yossi Carly Wilson. So Pereira with three. So uh, the Capitals tying it, tying it up at half time at 39. Certainly been a great effort. For the uh, Bulleen Boomers, well, Cambridge Stutter, she scored in that second quarter. She's still on nine points. Um, and I think that's what she had at three at uh, quarter time. Zavek is now their leading scorer with ten. Penaluna's got eight. Sharon Milner with uh, four. Jenna Hayes got five. Crosswhite's got a couple. So, uh, yeah, the job, obviously, as you said, they only got four points in the paint in that second quarter. It was the fact that Cambridge didn't get any in the quarter. And the uh, defence has done a great job in keeping this down and uh, tying it up. But, boy, what an exciting quarter. I mean, halfway through that quarter, 13-point lead for the Boomers. You thought this was starting to look ugly, but the Capitals are right in this game at half-time. So we've got a half-court half shootout at uh, half-time and, well, he barely made the free-throw line with that one. <laughs> so I think the other uh, telling stat that's sitting there is the turnover rate with uh, Bulleen have nine turnovers to six and they really just came in a very short period of time. Uh, it was just the defensive pressure from Canberra which enabled that to happen. So 39 all here at the AIS Arena as uh, we're at half time here. The grand final replay from last season, seeing both teams, the Canberra Capitals and Bulleen Boomers, uh, certainly providing the crowd here lots of entertainment with uh, what's happened. It's absolutely unbelievable, the first quarter and the second quarters, very much uh, carbon copy in a lot of essence, a lot of ways the uh, first quarter the Boomers uh, got on a roll then the Capitals came back and made it close before the last minute or so where um, Bulleen were able to establish that 8 point lead at uh, quarter time but yeah, they continued on halfway through the second quarter it looked like Bulleen had it all on, uh, on their own and then the Capitals a great comeback to uh, get this back to 39 all and a tied score at half-time is unbelievable. Yeah, and I guess it's... Um, it, whilst it's a positive for Canberra that they are able to come back from those kind of uh, uh, deficits, they don't want to be in positions in every game where that's the case, or at every quarter for that matter, because, you know, that just creates such difficulty for them. It takes a lot of energy and a lot of momentum to be able to do that, and there will be teams where that just won't work for them. So they really need to ensure that, you know... I know it's the first game of the season and all the rest of it, but they really need to focus on the way that they start games and start quarters and make sure that they don't get caught in a position where they're 12 or 13 points down. The coaching battle has certainly been interesting. Uh, we had the situation at the start with starting lineups. <laughs> Did Tom deliberately put the wrong name in there? Uh, who knows? Uh, and then he got uh, a little bit upset at the end of the second quarter when the momentum had changed. Uh, didn't get the timeout call that he wanted. And when he did get the timeout call, uh, he didn't want it. That's right. And uh, told the bench in no certain fashion. <laughs> That's right. And let's be honest, Tom's never backwards in telling anyone what he wants. So um, very, very, um, very strong willed man who has a lot of basketball knowledge and is very demanding of not only his players but also of anyone that's repping the game doing the bench or getting the water bottles for that matter so it's not surprising it's good to see Tom back coaching in the league and uh, I'm sure he'll bring a new dimension to the to the league again this season 
just asking for a touch of perfection out of every anyone and everyone. He would not have enjoyed those last few minutes of the quarter there. He, the no. way uh, the Capitals really controlled it and his team fell apart. That's right. He's, a, he's very demanding and he's a perfectionist and he demands absolutely... Um, you know, 100% every, from everyone every second of the day and uh, he, he, you know, gets some great things out of players but he can be very um, demanding, as I said. It's probably the best way to describe it. Indeed it is. So here we are, round one of the 2009-2010 season for the uh, WNBL, their 30th season and the Canberra Capitals and Bulleen Boomers in the grand final replay from last season. At halftime, we're all tied up here at the AIS Arena. Um, this is the only game being played today. A couple more games tomorrow where Towns will be hosting the AIS after uh, the AIS were in Logan last night. And the other game tomorrow, a um, couple of very good teams. Adelaide will be hosting Sydney, who had a good 12-point win over in Perth and that should be another good game here in the WNBL as uh, season's up and running. Of course, Adelaide we haven't really talked about, but um, mm -hmm. yeah, they don't look like they should. Uh, they missed out on the playoffs last year for the first time in a while. They'll be uh, desperate to get back in. Absolutely, yeah, that really hurt them last season with Townsville knocking them out of the playoffs run. And uh, I know you know they've picked up couple of big signings for Adelaide. I mean, they lost Tracy Garn, who was just, you know, an absolute um, champion in this league, fantastic player, and she's uh, off to Europe to play this season, so that's a big loss for them, but at the same time, they picked up Renee Camino back out of Europe, um, and so I know that she's struggled with knee injuries at various points throughout her career, but if she's fit and healthy, she's certainly a great um, player in this in this league, um, and the other big one, of course, is Shelley Burston, as most people know her as Shelley Hammonds. Yeah, well, um, I read the name and gone Burston, Burston. Who the heck's that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. So Shelley's Shelley's moved to Adelaide with her husband, um, and she'll be pl playing for the Lightning this season. So she's another great pickup for them. I noticed in the article we've got in front of us that they're not talking about Monica Bello. There was a few weeks ago, about a month and a half ago, there was talk of the fact that Monica Bello has returned to Australia and been signed by Adelaide, but there's no, uh, no reference to her in here. I'm not sure if she's sitting in the team list on the WNBL's website. We'll just check that in a moment. But, um, you know, if, if they've picked up a Bello, then that's a great um, inclusion for them because she's been playing in Piers Not. Not on the WNBL website is she listed, but Not she was. Not at this stage. Yeah, so that may have fallen through, which is a pity because they could have done with a point, another point guard to um, bolster their lineup. I think, and uh, Bello, who's been playing in the European leagues for a few years now, probably five or six years, um, would have been a nice inclusion. But she's obviously not. That didn't come to fruition. No, indeed, uh, Renee Camino back in the squad will make them uh, a lot better and. Uh yeah, but they will miss Gahan, who's off playing in Europe this season. So, yeah, obviously wanting to uh, take it on over there. We're about three minutes away. The Capitals have just come back out onto court. And as they were walking back out, they got applause from uh, from the, uh, the crowd as they came back out to start warming up for the second half as uh, Simon Peters has stuck on the headphone there. Simon, that was a pretty good first half. Yeah, um, things look pretty grim there for a 
uh, sections of the first and second quarter for the Caps, but um, and that's why they're the championship team. They uh, they weathered that storm really well, particularly Carly Wilson. I thought she was the real sort of glue in the mix there at a time where things fell apart pretty rapidly. I mean, that was it was 14-2 at one stage there, um, but Carly Carly was very good. I think she's proved her worth uh, straight off the bat in the first game. Um, yeah, it was a bit like a I kept sort of thinking of the analogy of a bit of a prize fight. Bullying just came out like a, a sort of Mike Tyson just clubbed the hell out of the Caps, got inside, um, you know, scored quickly. Uh, but the, the Caps did a fantastic job. You, you and Michelle mentioned through some uh, some usual suspects, like Carly Wilson was great, Natty Hurst and, and Jess Bibby were, uh, were very good. Bibby perhaps not scoring as much as she normally would, but still very instrumental in getting them some offense. And um, Chantella Pereira did some some good things. She's she's that kind of player. She's a real X factor about her athleticism and um, her speed. Really, really catch people off guard sometimes. But the the person I, that really stood out for me. I mean, obviously you expect big things from Cambridge. Penaluna's made it as a player in this league. She was very good as well. But um, Hannah Zavex, I thought was she did some. She really hurt the Caps in that first quarter in particular. Um, her transition game. She she looked untouchable and four or five trips up and down the floor there. And uh, I think that's someone that perhaps in the scouting the Caps might not have have uh, paid too much attention to. I mean she uh, she certainly picked up a lot more attention in the second quarter. Uh, and the the Caps adjusted well, obviously adjusted very well throughout both quarters to. To tie the game back up at 39 all half time, but um, yeah, my my big worry for the Capitals is Tracy Beatty. Um, they, they need her. Yeah, they need her. But I mean, she played four and a half minutes. She played two and a half minutes at the beginning of the game. They took her out. They they chucked her back in at the end of the quarter there for two minutes. And um, if she's going to be limited to those kind of minutes, talking about the new players that have come into the league. When, when Logan come to town, we're going to be in big trouble. When Sydney, when we've got Porter and Susie Bakovic, um, yeah, that's a, that's a big area of concern, I think, for the Capitals. Tolo does a great job, but at the end of the day, Tolo's still a kid. She's just turned 20. She's learning the craft still, and she's not that kind of physical, um, you know, bang-away kind of player. You know, that said, too, that the Capitals, I think when they did really well is when they in their offense when they're getting into the one-on-one contest because I don't I don't think Bulleen's defense is particularly skillful it's more around physicality and just sort of stunning your opponents into making bad shots um, but yeah I think it's we're set up for a hell of a second half indeed we are as the teams come back out the Boomers going to have the ball it'll be O'Hay, Cambridge, Penaluna, Milner and Zavek back to their starting lineups. So the Capitals got Bibby Hurst Wilson, Tolo and Abrams out there on the court. The clocks are ready, the bench is ready, the referees are ready. And so O'Hay will inbound the ball for the Boomers and looking for Milner. That goes to Penaluna, will give it back off to Milner and now they'll set up their first play down the left side. She comes to centre court, off to Cambridge. Cambridge, pass it into Penaluna. Turnaround jumper, Penaluna's good and Wilson will be called for a defensive foul. Back to the way they started in. the game? Well, yeah, except it was Cambridge inside. I think they just sort of swapped them around mm. perhaps and uh, letting Penaluna do the inside 
Yeah. And notice, so notice Beatty's not starting in this quarter. Yeah. Well, she misses the free throw. Wilson with the defensive rebound and Hurst will bring it into the front court for the Capitals. Here in the opening stages of the third quarter, Hurst gets the ball back from Bibby. Into Tolo, back to Bibby, uh, to Hurst. <laughs> I don't think she was expecting it. Tolo to Bibby, handed it off and going around the screen. Abrams left wing. Into Tolo, in the paint. Put a little hook shot. Goes right, lovely hook shot from Tolo. Comes up with the basket to tie it back up. Tolo, just four points for the game. And of course, uh, with the bigger defensive assignment on Cambridge right now. Milner with the ball on the left wing to O'Hay. O'Hay being watched by Abrams out on the top. Off to Zebek on the left. Zebek puts it on the floor. Spins Lovely in the move. lane. Lovely move Lovely for Zebek in the basket. She's got 12 for the game. She is doing a great oh. job for Bulleen and a beautiful move there is. Hurst oh. misses the shot and chased the rebound. Couldn't quite get to it. Zebek picked it up and finds Milner back in the front court. Milner going to work against Bibby. Hurst comes back and will take over the assignment. No, Bibby stays on Milner on the left wing. Zebek comes around the screen from Cambridge. Back to O'Hay at the top. Long pass towards Penaluna. Can't handle the ball. Wilson will keep it alive just in the corner. Gets it back to Tolo. Tolo off the Hurst. Hurst down the right wing. Taking on Zebek. Drives into the basket. Zebek. Well, she's got a clean block on the ball, but must have been contact down low. And Hurst will be at the line for a couple of free throws. Yeah, they obviously saw some body... Uh contact down low on that, that drive so so uh, Hurst at the line for a couple of free throws 43-41 Bulleen leading here early stages of the third quarter we've yet to see Canberra take the lead in this game we've tied it up but they've never hit, hit the lead so it's a tied up again if Hurst knocks it down she's usually pretty consistent and she does she it's all tied both. up 43 apiece as the defensive pressure from Canberra is applied up the court. And the biggest lead was 14 points in that mm. uh, first half. Cambridge hands off to O'Hay. Still way outside on the right wing. Great defensive pressure from again Abrams. from Kelly Abrams. Oh, a little reaching from behind. Knocked it loose, but Abrams gets called for the foul. Mm. Looked pretty good, didn't it, Affair? Mulling still had it. O'Hay with the ball from the right wing will inbound it. Finds Milner right at the top of the key with the two towels in front of her. Cambridge pass down to Penaluna low on the baseline. Off ah. to Zavek. Zavek comes up with another two. They just worked that well. Hurst back at the other end. Tolo, Tolo for three. Pointing in for three. Won't go. Zavek with oh. the rebound ends up with it. And Tolo hit the three. Oh hey, into Cambridge. Reaching from behind, got a handle on it, was Wilson. And Polo with oh the rebound. No, Cambridge has gone down. Cambridge has gone down and she's gone down hard and it's knee. her knee. Left oh knee. dear, she looks in a lot of pain there, Mark. Don't like seeing that at all. And no. she went straight down. Wilson with a reaching from behind, forced the missed shot. And, uh, yes, Cambridge came down, straight down. And normally when they go down like that, and she is in pain. Mm, and the Canberra Capitals have sent their doctor out to to see her straight away. That's unfortunate. I hope that it's nothing too serious. It would be a terrible shame to see someone like Lizzie Cambridge um, do a serious injury and sidelined. Yeah, period, absolutely. We'd, we'd love to see how she develops in this league. Oh, absolutely. And, and she's, um, uh, 
she'll be you know, she's just court. cracked it into the opals and all the rest of it. So. Rachel Jerry will be her replacement. Tracy Beatty's also coming for the Capitals. As Cambridge has made it to the bench, they've uh, assisted her over there and they'll look at her leg. She looks like she's in a lot of pain. It's sometimes a little difficult to know because, you know, every individual has their own pain threshold, but she's certainly in a lot of pain down on the, the bench. Fingers crossed it's nothing too serious, Mark. Yeah, indeed, Capitals then with the ball. Moving it into the front court, Abrams into Beatty. Takes on Penaluda. Ball lost, oh. picks it up, gets it back out to Abrams, and the Capitals still have it. First on the left wing. Goes around a screen from Wilson. Back to Wilson on the left. Bibby in the corner. Put on the floor. Driving at the basket. Left-handed floating lap. Wouldn't go for her. And Je uh, Jerry with the defensive rebounds. Effect. Left side finds O'Hay. O'Hay back out to Milner and they'll set up the play. Good defensive transition from Canberra there because Boleyn had numbers but they scrambled hard and recovered. Jerry drives across the key. Hookshot won't go. Gets a second opportunity. It won't go. Oh, hey, third opportunity. Beatty knocks it out of there. Bibby off to Hurst. Hurst to Abrams. Oh. No. It's a little bit too fancy. Unfortunately, it didn't quite work out. No. Yeah, the pass was just a little bit too far in front of Abrams. But it would have been very spectacular if it had worked out. Abrams sits down. Pereira's back in for the Capitals. And Pauline have it in the backcourt. It was a great block from Tracy Beattie to generate that transition. So her Milner brings it down. Oh hey. Off to Jerry. Jerry at the elbow. Nice drive. Wilson drives in. Yep. Wilson got out of the way. Rachel Jerry has her first basket of the night. So Milner. Defending Hurst. Hurst gets past it. Drives in. Oh, great basket from Matt Hurst. Lovely uh, penetration from Natalie. Just beat uh, Milner to the basket and finished off with a beautiful finger roll. So, still haven't quite hit the front camera, but they're hanging around about there. Well, they're in, in, the, in with a chance. Penaluna low post. Turnaround jumper won't go. And Beatty does not like this. Now, that will be her third, I believe. Is that right? Did not third appear to be Tracy. much in it. It's, uh, yeah. Well, Cambridge has got her jersey up in front of her face. Uh, she is not feeling good, although she's now standing up to test out putting pressure on it. So that is a good sign. That is a good she's sign. She's walking fairly normally. That yeah. is a good sign. You've got to say that's looking good. Mm. Penaluna at the free throw line to make the first of the free throws. Penaluna's with 11 for the game. And if she's up walking like that, then the uh, ACL problem that you might be thinking about is probably mm. not there. Hurst then with the ball will bring it back into the front court after the two free throws. Hurst driving in against Zavek. Shot won't go for it. Tolo with a rebound. Jump ball and it's the Capitals ball. The arrow is pointing the Capitals direction. They'll have it under their offensive basket. Whether we see Cambridge again is a different matter though this afternoon. Yeah, the doctor's Pereira. just um, testing some mobility with it I think. Oh. Tolo, the ball knocked across the court. Zavek ends up with a loose ball into the front court. Off to Milner. Milner layup. Drops seven, uh, six for Milner. It's back to a six point ball game here with Bulleen uh, out by six at this point. A quick basket. Yeah. And it, uh, yeah, suddenly blows out again. 51 45. Milner Hurst drives away to the right. 
side, comes back left to Bibby. Bibby at the top of the key, at the free throw line, hits it. Bibby, 13 for the game, 12 for the game as well. She's very quick to get into a jump shot action. She makes it very difficult for players to defend her. Penaluna gets the ball into the front court. Zebek on the left wing, back to Milner, who's going to set up the play, which is tap the head, which was, I think it was her, she's going to take the play. Or take the shot, didn't work last time. They keep it alive, back to Milner. Milner, two-pointer. That should only be a two. She had a foot on the line, but he signalled a three. He signalled a three, so... She definitely only had... Oh, not able to make that one. For the Caps. Zavek long um. pass to O'Hay, who can't control it, lost it out of bounds. <laughs> and the Caps will get it back as Abrams will come in for Bibby. Yeah, Milner clearly had a feet on the line. She had both feet on the line. Can't mm. believe he caught that for three. <laughs> as Bibby takes a rest, and we see Kelly Abrams coming back into the lineup for Canberra. So Hurst brings it down, Tolo on the right wing, off to Abrams in the corner, two-pointer from her. Won't go left a little bit short, Zavek with the defensive rebound. She gets double-teamed, squeezed between it, gets the pass to Penaluna and gives it to Milner. Long time in the backcourt. Just got it across the line. <laughs> Abrams watching Milner, she comes along the baseline, off to Jerry, 10-foot jumper from the right wing is good. And it's back out to a, what's that, a nine-point game. Capitals need to get going. Abrams on the left wing, got the pass. Tolo at the top to Pereira. Right wing, puts it on the floor, driving baseline, round the nice corner. Nice feed. Finds Bowley, who's back out there as well, and Pereira picks up the scraps. Capitals get a second opportunity. Abrams, three from the top, to all net. Yeah. Abrams, first basket first, of the first game. First basket. Always takes Kelly a little while to get going. Has a slow start to the season, but I'm sure we'll see her <coughs> re- reproduce what we expect from her as a... Zavek replies at the other end with a quick layup. Hurst passed inside to Tolo, tipped away by Penaluna. Hurst gets it back for the Capitals. Off to Pereira on the left wing, driving across the key. Jerry reaches in and steals it. Milner down court. Milner will go in for the layup. Milner with the two. She's got 11 points. <laughs> she was fouled pretty hard at uh, three-quarter court by Kelly Abrams, who knew she didn't have the pace to go with Milner, but uh, the referee called the advantage and allowed her to play on. Tom Ma was hoping for the foul, but I'd be happy with the two points instead. 60 to 50 then, we've, we've finally got a timeout called here in the third quarter. Yes, that's uh, right. 3.32 to go to a quarter, to a three-quarter time, bullying back up by 10. We've seen this before. We have, <laughs> in both the previous quarters. It's just a reversal, isn't it? We're uh, taking them a little longer to get out to a 10-point lead, bullying that is, and uh, Canberra have allowed that to happen. So, yet again, they're going to have to uh, fight back from a double-digit deficit to um, get themselves into this game. That's got to be wearing though on the team. It is. It takes a lot of uh, not only the physical fatigue from uh, having to you know, keep up the energy to do it but the mental fatigue attached to that as well is um, very difficult to continue to come back at teams in that way so certainly it's going to be a big ask to come back from this 10 point uh, deficit in what have we got three and a half minutes I guess you know, from Canberra's perspective, they just want to be round about there at, at the beginning of the fourth quarter and really just uh, make sure that they're in a position to, to win the game. So they certainly want to go in probably, you know, I think you're three and a half minutes to go. They'd be happy going in maybe four down um, and, you know, then know that they've got ten minutes with which to, um, you know, play out and get away with a win is what they're hoping for, obviously. 
Capitals then with the ball off the inbound, bring it into the front court. Pereira at the top of the key, off to Abrams on the left, back to Pereira, into Beatty, low nice post, fit. takes it inside, Beatty two. You know, and that would be a nice dimension to bring to the game. If Tracy Beatty starts to get involved in this game, then that's a nice dimension that Canberra really haven't had up to this point. Mr. Tolo's uh, taking a seat. Milner looking to drive inside. Ball loose off the body. Oh, Penaluna, great dive in there to get, keep it alive for Boleyn. Reed on the right wing. Back to Milner. Milner at the top. Three on the shot clock. Inside. Reed uh, comes up with the basket. With one oh, second to go Jerry. on the shot clock. <laughs> Rachel Jerry with the basket. Great job. And that keeps that lead at 10 as Mil- Hurst now goes to work against Milner. Drives around. Driving inside and... Who else but Nat Hurst? 20 for the game. Team with the uh, game-high lead. She has been superb. She has been great. Zavek's got 16 for Boleyn to be their leading scorer. Milner on the right wing. Back to Penaluna. Pass down to Jerry underneath the basket. Keeps it alive against Wilson. Hook shot won't go for a Ball tipping loose. They end up with it with Reed. Outside shot won't go for oh. her. Pass inside to Penaluna. Throws it away and Pereira with the ball. Now three on three. Drives down. Reaching from readers at Jerry. Going back will be called for the foul. And the Capitals will have the ball. Bibby in for Abrams. Crossway comes in for Penaluna. So we're back to uh, smallish sizes mm. out on court. And the speed game is certainly suited. The Capitals more in this game than it has Boleyn. That's right. As we see Cambridge coming back on. Well, well there, there you go. go. She's been icing that knee. She's got a bit of strapping on the left knee. And I guess this is just a test. She probably won't be out there for too long. It's just a test to see how it's feeling and how she responds to moving sideways. Bibby gets it off the inbound pass. Will they go straight at her? Give it to Beattie and let her see what Cambridge can do defensively. Beatty hands back off to Hurst. Along the baseline, ball lost out of bounds, but off Bulleen, Capitals will still have it. 15 seconds on the shot clock, plenty of time. You'd be thinking the medical staff must be pretty confident that there's nothing seriously wrong with Lizzie's knee to put it back out there. So. Yeah, this quick. Yeah. Pereira inbound pass to Beatty. Now she'll go against Cambridge, takes her on, shoots over the top of a Ball won't go, out of bounds off the Capitals. Um, yeah, a little bit, she's very gingerly running back <laughs> down court. So we'll see. Reed will inbound the ball. Finds Milner. Milner to bring it down the centre of the court. Hurst dogging her as she gets it across with a couple of seconds to spare. Finds Reed on the right side. Pass inside. Stolen by Hurst. Hurst get it away into the front court. Pereira on the right. Drives in. And a blocking foul will be caught on Crosswhite that will put Pereira at line mm. for a couple of free throws. I think that one could have gone either way. <laughs> Pereira was sliding past her. Crosswhite, uh, m- m- yeah. <laughs> could have. <laughs> it could have gone either way. <laughs> and Pereira's on the line. That's the important thing for Canberra. They're still eight points down with a minute and a half seven. to go. Seven, my apologies. <laughs> the free throw's made. That's oh. made it seven. <laughs> You're ahead of me, Mark. And six. Pereira's five points for the game. It's a six-point game, 62-56. Minute 27. Can the Capitals get it even closer by three-quarter time? Milner back in the front court. She's got Pardon coming around a screen. Crosswhite gets it at the top of the key. Down to Pardon. Pardon turnaround jumper. Oh. Good score on that. Fade nice away. One. Lovely fade away there. Two points for Pardon for the game. And Hurst back into the front court. 
Left corner is Bibby. Cross to Pereira, cutting Lovely in from field. the reverse oh. side and coming in from behind. Globitz has blocked it out of bounds, but the Capitals will still have the inbound pass. Pereira will inbound the ball. Finds Wilson for an easy layup. Nice work. Wilson got, got on the right side of the basket. That's right, they're back to six points, which is uh, where they want to be. There's still a minute to go, but if they can hang around the six or four point mark going to the break, they're in a good position going into the final Cross term. right into Cambridge, puts it on the... F- well... The call has been Mombiti. That's her fourth foul for the game, so she's obviously going to go and sit down. Um, Cambridge was away on what they were calling there. Incredibly... Um, like in comparison to some of the other calls that have or haven't been made in the game, you'd have to say that was really a no call. Yeah. You know, if you're going to blow that, blow it from the start of the game to the end of the game. Don't change it three quarters of the way through. Cambridge, but, then as we said, first game of the season, we're yeah. all getting back into it. Yeah. <laughs> Cambridge makes the first free throw. She's got ten for the game. Then. Here's the second. It's her first score since, since the, the first, first quarter. quarter. Yeah. Yeah, and they've come at the free throw line, so. Yeah, she's still moving, so it's a good sign. Bibby then drives along the baseline, ah. off the underside of the board, ball out of bounds. Must have hit the line as it came down. And Bulleen will have it in the backcourt, turnover against the Capitals, yeah. eight-point lead for Bulleen. 36-66-58, Good defensive seconds. pressure in the backcourt from Canberra. No, didn't get away in time. Great defensive pressure from Canberra in the backcourt, forcing... a violation there so Canberra will get possession and it's not going to be the last possession of the quarter but they certainly want to convert this opportunity yep. and have it at six at least as a oh, some physical contact Ooh. yep Pereira coming around the screen gets it in the paint she'll hand off to Hurst back on the left wing and to Tolo low post back out to Bibby three pointer from her from the left wing not good it was a little off the left but Pereira gets the offensive board yeah, last possession now, now for Canberra. Set up one play and come up with a good one. So Hurst at the top. Bibby's on the right wing. Wilson and Tolo in the high post as they cut away. Hurst driving inside. Tolo! It was almost an alley-oop. And the ball is lost out of bounds. Capitals will get another opportunity with 0.1 of a second on the clock. Um, it was almost an alley-oop. A, need a miracle here. 0.1 of a second. What play? Catch and shoot is clearly the play. But it's the only thing. So you can no, doesn't get off in time. No. In fact, in the NBA, they reckon you need point four <laughs> to uh, to score the uh, minimum. Three quarter time then. Well, guess what? Bullying the back in front. That's keeping the theme. Fifty-eight for the Capitals, sixty-six for Bullying right now. Nat Hurst, absolutely superb game. Twenty points for the Capitals. Bibby's got twelve. Carly Wilson with eight, Pereira five, Abrams three, Tracy Beatty with six, while for the Bullion Boomers, Zavek's their leading scorer with 16, 12 for Penn Luna, 11 for Cambridge, Milner with 11 as well, and uh, Jenna Hayes with five, Rachel Jerry with six, Harden, Crosswhite and Reed have all scored as well. So six, an eight-point game, eight-point lead at three-quarter time. It was a eight-point lead at quarter time. Tied up at 
Maybe we're going to overtime based on this. Maybe we will, but just looking at some of the other stats that we have at three-quarter time, Paulina clearly out-rebounding Canberra 32-19. to 19. Uh, You look at the assists, they're sharing the ball around. It would appear a lot more, 19-8. to eight. Uh, Turnovers, 14-7. to seven. Bulleen have copped the ball up a lot more, but they're shooting at a better percentage too. So, you know, 51% from the field, Bulleen are shooting compared to the Capitals, 40%. Looking at the points in the paint, uh, 30 for Canberra and 40 for Bulleen. And uh, certainly, they were, Bulleen were much more dominant early in the game, but Canberra have pegged that back a little bit to this there. So, um, you know, it's only a eight-point game. We've seen Canberra come back from larger deficits than that throughout 40, 40 this game. Is the biggest lead. That's right, but as you as you mentioned earlier in the broadcast, Mark, the fact that uh, you do that repeatedly, it becomes very wearing and very fatiguing on on teams. So it will be still a, a big ask for Canberra to get back into this game, but certainly not beyond them. We've seen them do it before. Indeed, they've had a couple of really big leads. 14, uh, I think that was the first quarter. 13 in the second quarter. They did get into double figures here in the third quarter. Now we're starting the fourth quarter. We'll see how it works out from here. Cambridge is staying in the game, so they obviously feel it's uh, it's all right. Milner's Uh Pardon and Penaluna will be the uh, lineup out there if they start the fourth quarter. While the Capitals will have Hurst and Bibby, Wilson, Pereira and Tolo. Look like they're the ones coming out. They are for the Capitals. So we've got ten minutes of basketball here to see if you we're know, going to overtime. Glorbitz. We haven't seen much of her in this game. Very short stints. Yeah, I'm not sure if she's injured or what. She's played nine and a half minutes total for the game. Yeah. And, um, you know, who knows what's going on there, but certainly she was a big minutes player last season for Bulleen and a very important con- contributor to the Bulleen group. So, interesting. Bulleen have the ball as Pardon and bounds it to Milner as we start the final quarter. Milner with the door. She'll put up a three from the top. A little bit too long. Penaluna with the attempted stick back has been fouled by Wilson who is backing into her. And that's uh, Wilson's second foul for the game. So uh, no problems there. Only Beatty with four and problems while Crosswhite with three for uh, Bolin as their leading uh, problem contender. Penaluna then at the free throw line makes the free throw and makes the second so she has 14 for the game the lead back to 10 58-58 as Hurst brings it into the front court for the Capitals then their first chance here in the final quarter goes to the left back to Wilson on the right ball knocked out of bound by Zavek Capitals will have it on the right wing Carrera comes across to inbound the ball Wilson and Hurst work a little move Hurst gets it on the right wing then, she comes to Bibby, left side, Pereira on the left wing, Tolo low post, puts mm. it up, shot won't go, jump ball and the Capitals possession. Mm. Tolo's um, really struggling hard in there against the two bigs when the ball goes in and the uh, Penaluma or Cambridge comes across to double that, it makes it very difficult for her not only to get her own option but to find the player on the um, opposite perimeter. Indeed, Bibby gets the ball off the inbound, back out to Hurst, Hurst three from the left on that. First 23 for the game, the game high lead and the Caps, maybe they're going to get going early here in the final quarter, 68-61, Berlin still leading, Milner with the ball in the front court, Penaluna top of the key, looking for Cambridge, no, finds Pardon, right side, pass inside, tipped away 
Kohler got a handle on it. Cambridge almost got a finger on it, and then Pereira knocked it out of bounds. Capitals defence working hard on Cambridge there, but Zavek will inbound for Bulleen. Goes straight to Cambridge. Cambridge chucks it out of there. Pardon to Milner, left corner. Three pointer won't go. Ball in. Wilson with a rebound. Layout the pass. Finds Hurst at half court. Right side to Pereira. Pereira yeah. forces up a shot and foul by Milner or Penaluna. Penaluna calls for the foul, and that's her first for the game. Shooting foul of Pereira at the line. Good quick transition there from the Caps, and the transition game really got them back in the game in each quarter. Whenever they've made a comeback, it's been their transition game. Oh, they, it's clearly been out of their running game, and that gets generated from their defensive intensity, Mark. So they need to ensure that you know they really come out here and focus on the defensive pressure that um, enables them to pick up some boards or some, some steals to get into that transition game. Once the momentum's going that way, just try and maintain it. Milner then on the right wing. It's a five-point game. Cambridge high post puts it on the floor, driving in against Tolo and gets called for the pushing, for the push. Offensive foul's being called on Lizzie Cambridge. She doesn't like the call at all. Slap the floor. Referee uh, was maybe thinking of tacking her for that one. <laughs> I think uh, I think Tom just uh, flashed the yellow card at the referee as well. Pulled, pulled something out of his pocket, flashed it at the referee, didn't yeah. like the call. It's disappointing for Lizzie. She's hurting and she gets that kind of call and it really does uh, take a toll on her. Yep. Tolo drives in against Cambridge. Cambridge will be caught for another one. A defensive foul this time and now she's got four fouls. Mm, She'll be sitting down. That's a big ask. Um. Tolo will be going to the line. Mm. Harden sitting down as well, and uh, oh, big minute. Yeah. Oh, Tolo. This is the first first free throw. Really needs be happy to, to see the end of Cambridge for a while. Yes. <laughs> Makes the second. Back to four points. Still a long time to go. Eight and a half minutes to go. Milner then gets the ball. It's a defensive pressure. Oh, there. great defensive Pereira pressure. Oh. And they get into the front court. Zavak driving down. Travel, I the handle on it. Back to O'Hay. Off to Milner. Milner at the free throw line. They're looking. <laughs> yeah, he's back to O'Hay. Drives right side. Bibby watching her. Pass inside. Pereira almost steals it. Milner gets it in the corner. Driving along the baseline. Puts a toe on the line. Turnover. Capitals ball on the backcourt. 68-64. It's a four-point game. Capitals got the momentum going right now. And their defensive pressure again, really, you could see that Bulleen was starting to panic in that offensive set. The, the pressure all over the floor was taking its toll. Tolo back to Hurst on the left wing. Into Tolo again. Across the key she works. Lost the handle on it. Gets it back. Tries to force it up. Ball comes loose. Ohay with the ball. And the crowd... Uh, very quiet for a second there as so they were hoping a call was going to be made. Jerry to Milner on the right wing. Comes back to centre court to set up the play. 7.30 still to go here in the final quarter. Milner, she'll put up a shot from inside the three-point line. White go and O'Hay manages to keep it alive on the left wing. Back out to Milner. And to set up a play with Finn Luna and O'Hay coming around the screen. So back at the top, down oh. to Penaluna inside, a little left-handed hook shot. Lovely Penaluna. feed. Lovely feed into Penaluma there. 
Hurst back again. at the other end, pull-up jumper. Nice basket, 25. Nat Hurst, 25. Has her game got better because her time with the Opals has it? Her game, just, yeah, I mean, the leaps and bounds she took last season and then, you know, in the off-season with, uh, with the Opals and playing in the Queensland League as well has kept her in touch, but uh, she's certainly just stepped it up another notch. Penaluna from the elbow won't go. Hurst to the defensive rebounds for the Caps. Four-point game still. Hurst brings it into the front court. Left side's Pereira. Puts it on the floor. Across the paint she goes. Gets it to Tolo. Tolo scores. Two-point game. Seven for Tolo. Hurst Milner brings it back down. Drives inside. Hook shot over to Penaluna. Lovely feed from Milner across to Penaluma there on that penetration. It's four points. Just have to wait, and I think this is going to be a tussle to the end, Mark. Certainly looks that way. Pereira gets it at the top of the key into Bibby, cutting in at the baseline, at the free throw line. Bibby. Bibby with another two. 14 for her, and the whistle's gone. We Balloon look to me like they're two. sucking it a bit. They just look like they've lost a bit of energy, and. Uh, well, it's been a quick game. There's been a lot of uh, movement. The ball's been up and down the court right. a lot. Exactly, and you can do all the off off the court. Tra- you can do all the training you like, all the practice you want. You know, get out and run the field or whatever it's going to do. But nothing compares to having to play a fully timed forty minute national league game where you're not only you know getting up and down the floor, but you're getting banged and bashed and you know pushed around, and it's a different um, level of fatigue that comes into it. So I'm not surprised that some of these girls are sucking in a bit of air. Boleyn then, we'll have the ball in the backcourt, six minutes to go, Jerry looking for the inbound passes, the full court defensive pressure is on, Milner now finally gets it, pokes it back to Jerry to bring across centre court, gets it back to Milner and she'll set up the play from the left wing, Cambridge is back in and Beatty is back in for the capital, Cambridge, low post, Jerry Good driving from Wilson. Yeah, Jerry ended up with the ball though, ah. bullet pass from Milner finds Cambridge for the easy two. 13 for Cambridge. Bibby back on the left wing with the ball. O'Hay in front of her. Beatty at the top of the key off to Hurst. Hurst coming around the screen at the free throw line. Pull up jumper won't go. Ball loose on the floor. Who's got it? Pulling. Ends up with Zavek. Zavek to O'Hay. O'Hay tries to force it up and Bibby with a hand in there is called for the foul. They'll put um, Zavek I think at the line. Yep. Certainly, uh, Bibby was very certain that she wasn't going to allow um, O'Hay to get a clean shot away, so she fouled her early, fouled her reasonably hard. O'Hay at the line then, makes the first of the free throws. Just six for the game. 75 70. She makes it six point game. As uh, Abrams will bring it back into the front court. Bibby comes out. Bit Hurst gets it in the corner into Beatty. Nice feed into Beatty. Low in there. And comes up with the basket. Beatty out there for a few minutes. Give Deb Tolo a rest. Needs That's to come right. up with a few of those sort of plays. She's doing the right thing by the oh, team. Oh, it's a back court violation! Well, <laughs> the clock did tick over. They missed it. Into Cambridge, low post. Beatty defends and blocks the ball out of her, out of there. Both on four fouls, and uh, yep, Bulleen will still have it underneath. Certainly looked like a backcourt violation. Cambridge gets the ball off the inbound pass. 
Cambridge across the paint comes up with nice the basket. Finish. Nice work from Cambridge. 15 for the game for her. Hurst has it back in the front court. Looking for Wilson. Turn around over Jerry. Won't go for her and Zavek with a defensive rebound. Milner will bring it into the front court. No trouble this time getting it across in time. Down to Zavek on the right wing. Jerry against Wilson. Off to Milner. Milner for Cambridge. Knocked away. Cambridge picks it up. Drives baseline. Charges in. Well, you've got to be a call there somewhere, and who's, who's it on? I think it's called call it on Tracy. Player, and that'll be Tracy's fifth. There was all sorts of contact before they finally called it. Both ways. So Tracy's out. Polo's back in. We've got a timeout called. Tracy will sit down with eight points. Not a lot of minutes. But um, Cambridge uh, will be going to the free throw line when we come back from the uh, from the timeout. That's right, and it's uh, you know I think that Tracy's given some valuable minutes there because even though it's been limited court time, she has been able to be a bit of a presence against Cambridge and Pen- and Penaluma, and I think now it's going to be with you know Tolos coming back into the lineup, it's going to be up to Wilson and um, I guess uh, you know Bowley might see some more minutes, but it's going to be if if uh, can keep his two bigs out on the floor creates some difficulties defensively for Canberra. It will be an interesting last four minutes and 12 seconds here. Six point lead, 78-72. Cambridge going to the free throw line. But uh, it'll be Jerry Milner, Cambridge, Zavek and O'Hay will be up there for Bulleen while the Capitals have made that change. Of course, forced upon them. Tolo's back in. She probably would have been back in shortly. Might be in a little bit earlier than they would have liked. That's right. uh, Abrams Hurst, Wilson, and Bibby will be up there and for the Capitals. You'd be thinking that uh, one of the instructions that would be going out with the Canberra group is any opportunity to push the ball down the floor and get some transition basketball happening, girls. We've got to make the most of that opportunity. Oh, hey, gets the ball off the inbound pass and jacks up a shot that's an air ball. Pentolo with the ball, oh. jump ball, where's the arrow, Bulleen's got it. That's right, just a lack of um, awareness there from Tolo, needed some teammates to be talking to her in that situation, let her know that hey, O'Hay was coming from behind. Ooh. And uh, look, you know, what annoys me about this, Mark, isn't the fact that they're calling it was a foul, was it not a foul, who cares, it's the fact that they've changed the way that they've blown it. You know, earlier in the game that wouldn't have been called, that... Annoys me. Oh, hey, off the inbound pass. Can't get a shot to go anyway. Justice. Hurst quickly into the front court. Abrams to Bibby. Left corner. Three pointer. Won't go. Tip loose. Hurst charging oh. across. Got the handle on it out of bounds. Cap, no capitals. Get it. Mm. Zabek got the last touch. Abrams will inbound from the right wing. 3.55 to go. Finds Wilson. Hands back to Abrams. To Bibby. Cutting across the key. Oh. Oh, was Wilson a with a long Wilson. reach. Oh. The Reds on the end. Line and Bibby thought it was unfortunate. Carly's got such long arms, which is able to pull that in, but uh, she just trod on the end as Penaloon right. back in for good Pauline. defensive pressure in the backcourt again from Canberra. Milner manages to get it to Penaloon, who drives straight down centre court at the free throw line. Pull up jumper won't go. Tolo, oh, ah. she should have gone for the ball instead of 
keeping Cambridge away from it. And Zavek picks up the scraps and puts it in. Just too many chances, you know. Three offensive boards on that particular play. Hurst off to Abrams to Petolo at the top of the key. 80 to 72. Bibby comes around the screen at the top. Drives inside. Penaluna with a steal. Off to Milner. Milner down the other end of the court. And Boleen right now. Great defence uh, from Abrams. Come out of this better. Abrams will be called for a foul. 13. She's got two for the game. But it's mm. into the penalty situation mm. now. That's the fifth yeah. team foul against the Capitals. It's yeah. making it very tough for Canberra yeah. now. You know, they're eight points down, and potentially with Milner on the line, it'll be at 10 with 3 and 3.15 to go on the clock. And each time Canberra fouls, they're going to be sending Bulleen to the line, which is a nice, easy way to get some scores. Maybe oh. I put the mockers on her. Yes. Milner misses the free throw. She's got 11 for the game. And she does make the second, so she's got 12, the lead 9, 81-72, 3.15 to go. Capitals with the ball in the front court as Hurst sets up the play, goes away to the right around the screen from Wilson, comes back, gives it to Tolo, Tolo back off to Milner, to Hurst. Hurst from just inside the three-point line, three-point shot. Tolo had a shot blocked and Wilson comes up with a steal, foul against O'Hay. O'Hay it is. There's no subtlety with O'Hay, is there? No. <laughs> Never has been. Never the has been. The AIS. That's right. <laughs> the um, Craig's favourite name for the crash test dummy? Or That's right. Tolo. Hands back <laughs> off to Abrams. Driving in the paint. No, it should dribble back out of there. Zavek watching her. Wilson gets it low post on the left wing. Back to Abrams. Abrams to Tolo. Tolo on the paint. Driving inside. Cambridge blocks it. And O'Hay ends up with it. Back to Milner. And Milner will just get it across centre court again. O'Hay on the left wing, 2.30 to go, Cambridge, high post, looking for Penaluna, can't get it to her, Zavek on the right wing, back cross court, throws it far too far, way out of bounds, turnover against Moline, and timeout called by the Capitals, who uh, need to get the momentum back into this game, because right now it's all with Moline, and they've got the nine point lead. Yeah, definitely a big ask. But it's still time, there's still time in the way the Capitals were able to snap the momentum in the second and third quarters and get those leads back. Oh, there's no doubt that if the Canberra Capitals can get on one of their notorious little runs, then uh, they can certainly get this score back in in the time available. But, um, you know, they need to really... And they can't afford to wait any longer, I guess is what I'm saying. It's got to be done now. We've been talking about it for the last couple of minutes um, and, you know, they are quickly running out of time. So... This is really their last opportunity. I think, in fact, this may be Graffy's last time out that she has available to her. So um, they really do need to come out from this time out and uh, defensively pick up the pressure, jump all over it, you know, get in the lanes, try and dislodge something. And uh, when they get possession, just push the ball down the floor and see what they can come up with. Bolina going to stay with their twin towers inside, Penaluna and Cambridge, Milner, Zavek and O'Hay, so they're back to their starting lineup. The unofficial one, not the official one that they started with, the paper one. Ferreira's in with Tolo, Bibby and Wilson and Hurst for the Capitals who have the ball in the back court as Wilson inbounds it to Hurst to bring down the centre of the court. Goes to the right side, back to Bibby, Bibby, three-pointer. All net, no. Comes Good. back, Tolo. Oh. Blocked. Surely she was fouled. 
Polo lost it and the Bulleen have it back in the front court. O'Hay across to Cambridge. Cambridge will look for someone to hand it to. She's far too far outside for anything. Milner gets it. Two minutes, we're inside the final two. Milner goes around a screen from Cambridge into the low post, throws it back out. Penaluna at the free throw line. She loves that spot. You would feel this is uh, probably now Bulleen's Bibby on the right wing, comes across the key. Great pass towards Wilson, knocked out of bounds. Wilson got the last touch as the referee. Turnover against the Capitals is not good. Timeout called by Tom Mark. Well, Harry's probably very happy to get the timeout because she's used hers. That's right. Tom's done her a little favour. Yeah, and you know, clearly 11 points up, 144 to go. It would be very, very surprising if we could see Canberra get out of this situation. But uh, they certainly don't want to go, you know crazy here, they certainly want to try and get back in the game but they don't want to go down in a screaming heap either so it be interesting to see what approach they take to this last minute and a bit Indeed, minute 44 to go here in the final quarter, the Bulleen Boomers up by 11, looking like they've perhaps uh, done enough and Tom Maher wanting to just enforce I guess with the team saying you know, we need to just play smart we can't relax and think that we've got it we're going to play smart for the last minute 44 and don't let the Capitals, who can score quick baskets, can get some very quick scores going. Yes. Uh, making it tight down the stretch. You don't want to end up going to the free throw line. Exactly and so. Try uh, winning it that way. Wilson, Pereira, Tolo, Hurst and Bibby are back out on court for the Capitals. And that's the group that came back from some large deficits earlier in the game, so... And it'll be uh, Zavek, Milner, Penaluna, Cambridge and O'Hay at half court. Zavek will inbound the ball to Milner. And they'll probably try and waste some time oh, off the shot clock as well. this is interesting. Canberra have gone into a zone very late in the game. Totally different look for them to have a look at. O'Hay on the right wing. Back to Milner on the left. Drives baseline. Finds O'Hay. Baseline jumper. Won't go. Penaluna inside with the ball. Shot won't go. Gets third opportunity. Won't go. Cambridge the stick back. Fourth, fourth, fifth. They've got too many talls in there. And Ohio ends up on about the sixth opportunity with the basket. That's right. Too many many talls. Yep. Too many offensive boards there. Bibby driving underneath the basket. Tries to hook it up. Ohio will be called for the foul. It's only third on Ohio. And Bibby will go to the line for a couple of free throws. Capitals need some defensive stops, but geez, Bulleen had all the opportunities there. That's right, you know, just far too many offensive boards. Canberra just couldn't compete with them. So, oh. shot won't go from Bibby though. And the calls haven't been going their way in the last minute either. Bibby, makes 15 the for the game, makes the second. Oh, Hay gets the ball off the inbound. Pereira trying to steal it off to Zavek, fouled by Hurst in the back court. But we're in the penalty. Both sides, in fact, now in the penalty. Here in the final quarter of the minute, five seconds. Oh, hey, or Zavek. Zavek, it will be walking to the line to take a couple of free throws. 85-73, 12-point lead right now for Bulleen. And I guess the, cap- the Capitals are going to foul early. Well, yeah. Uh, they obviously are going to foul early, but it does come a point where it's pointless, I guess. And, um, you know, if uh, Zavex knocks this second one down, which she doesn't, 
if Penaluma comes up with an offensive board, I think it's well past the early foul time. Mark. Well, Milner, maybe she's going to waste some time. <laughs> 12 seconds on the shot clock. At the top of the key, comes around the screen from Cambridge, comes back to the left. Pass into Cambridge, ball loose on the ground. Wilson knocks it away. O'Hay picks up the scraps. Shot from outside won't go, but they'll get the 24 seconds as the back came up with the offensive board and outlet pass. 38 seconds left in this game. And Bulleen are going to avenge their grand final defeat. Inbound pass to Cambridge, can't get a handle on it. Penaluna keeps it alive to Zavek. Milner picks it up on the uh, on the left wing. She'll dribble into the paint and then walk out. How many and waste some more time. Oh, the, the, in the last couple the of minutes. The rebounding stats are going to look ugly. Yes. Penaluna inside with an easy basket. Great pass from Milner finds it. 22 for Penaluna. And Pereira back at the other end throws it away. O'Hay with the steal. 10 seconds on the shot clock as they get into the front court on the game clock. Zavek back to O'Hay. O'Hay with the ball can now just really dribble and hold on to it. Don't need to do anything here. It's all over. No shot taken. Molina got their revenge and they've got their season off to a good start and they'll be very, very happy with that. A 15-point victory in the end, 88-73 to 73 over the Capitals in the National Capital. First loss for the Capitals here in Canberra. For a while, for the quite Blues a while. Last season. That's right. So it's at least a season ago. So, um, but you know, look, just looking quickly at the stats here, Mark, very telling stat: the rebound count, <coughs> 48 to 28. The Canberra Capitals were out that, rebounded. That, that's an incredible uh, total: 48 to 28. Yeah, just going through the scorers in the winners: Bulleen, the Boomers, Penaluna, 22, Zebek, 19. Cambridge 15, 12 for Milner, Jenna O'Hay with 9, so they had a heap of big scorers and uh, a very good win they'll be very happy with, while for the Capitals, Nat Hurst leading scorer 25, Pereira had 7, Jess Bibby 15, 8 for Carly Wilson, 7 for Tolo, and Tracy Beatty had 8 as well, so lots of contributors from both sides, but um, in the end, Boleyn just, I guess the size won out. Yeah, look, clearly their um, inside size, uh, Penaluma and Cambridge together are very difficult um, to combat. Uh, I guess, you know, Zavex um, gave them some good contribution too, and Rachel Jarry, although she played, I guess, limited minutes, she was certainly, um, you six, know... Six points and I don't know how many rebounds, but yeah, she did some good stuff. She did some great stuff, so, you know, very, very good outing for Bulleen, and we talked about it at the start of the game. You know, they're a tough outfit this season and they're certainly going to be very competitive. Some are saying that they will be, you know, that they're the favourites for the season. So wait and see. We'll wait and see. I mean, you know, you put Bishop back into the Canberra lineup, that gives them an extra dimension. Whether she's ready by Christmas, whether Canberra is still hanging around about there by Christmas, it's all big ifs, but um, she certainly does give them an extra big body, um, very tough player defensively and offensively as well. So wait and see indeed we will as soon as Bishop's back the better they did definitely need her BT needs to get up to full strength as soon as possible as well um, yep 88-73 not much to say about uh, a couple of great comebacks from the uh, Capitals to get it close at various times but beyond that Bulleen were the better team on the night on the afternoon Absolutely, the better team on the on the day, and uh, you know they clearly had control of the game. I don't think Canberra ever hit the front throughout that entire game. Canberra did not hit the front once, so um, you know that's a, a great result for Bulleen. 
And when you're coming from behind all the time, it's, it's got to affect your mindset, your physical set as well. It makes it hard. And, uh, yep, Pauline had the advantage and uh, looking, obviously, they'll be very happy. One question that will come out of this, though, Cambridge did come back and play. Yes. What is the state of that knee? It's bandaged fairly heavily um, and they've iced it. She did manage to come back out and play, but once it's cooled down, once... Um, you know, she's been in the ice bath. That's right. Uh, you know, they'll do some x-rays, on, no doubts, on it. So we'll be watching that space to see the state of that knee. That's right. And I guess the other, you know, another question for me is Desi Glorbert's very, very limited minutes, which is interesting. And I'll just leave it at that. Is, is she fully fit or what's... Yeah. I don't she's, know. She's the captain. Uh, her Team and captain? Her are, um co-captains on this team. So That's right, yes. Yeah, you ex- would have expected her to perhaps uh, do spend more time out there and play a bit more time. Yeah, but clearly she wasn't needed to play uh, for more minutes today because no. uh, Pauline were, you know, <laughs> con- really they did control the game. There were, there were moments there when I thought, oh, here we go, you know, Canberra are going to break this one open, but they could never quite you know, keep the momentum going to run over the top of Bulleen completely. So, full credit to Bulleen. Um, you know, great outing today. Good first up win for them, and uh, they're going to be a very difficult team to beat this season. And they go back home next week. They play the AIS at home, so uh, they'll get off to a good start. They'll be two and zero after the first couple of weeks. So. I'll be happy with that. And a great opportunity for Bulleen to rest Cambridge if they need to. You know, I mean, no disrespect to uh, to the AIS, but they probably you know can afford to rest a Cambridge against a, a team like AIS, who are really, as we said before, a development program, and will find it difficult this season to compete. Indeed. While the Capitals, well, they're on the road. They go to Queensland next week. They're up uh, start with Logan on uh, Friday night, and then take on Townsville Saturday night. Um, it's going to be a tough weekend. That's a very tough road trip, you know. Logan, have, as we talked about earlier in the tele- in the broadcast, have picked up the uh, Didec girls. Um, so Marta is six five, and uh, Margot Twigger she is now, who's seven two. Um, very big inside presence. They've picked up Natalie Purcell as well, and combine that with the group that they had last year. Then you know that's a they're a tough team, and we saw that with their result against. Uh, the AIS last night. Admittedly, it was only the AI was the AIS, but still, that's a thirty odd point win, and um, no no easy win in in this league. Indeed, it is. But Bulleen Boomers off to a great start. They'll be very happy. Eighty eight to seventy three over the Canberra Capitals here at the AIS Arena as the two thousand nine two thousand and ten WNBL season has kicked off. From the AIS Arena, I'm Mark Aston, on behalf of Michelle Hocking and Simon Peters. We thank you very much, and we'll look forward to catching up with you again in a couple of weeks. You've been listening to Sport Radio.